welcome to 2022 Patch Notes. We're here. Uh, I'm Alex O'Neill, joined, as always, by my partner in podcasts, Brian Nobishin-Jackson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hello, Nobishin. Uh, hey. s- special episode. Uh, anyone that has listened to our old shows from two years ago, no, because we didn't record it last year, uh, we, uh, Nobishin and I like to, to sit down, do a little fantasy draft uh, and uh, as per has become part of our tradition, the king of the fantasy draft himself, Brandon Kagan. Hello, Brandon. You flatter me, sir. <laughs> but yay! I'm happy to be back. The king Look forward returned. to this so much. Watch the throne, motherfuckers out there. Everybody. <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. Guess these games. Uh, so uh, the, for the uninitiated, hello, welcome to Patch Notes. Nabish and I, we sit down, we talk about whatever we want. Uh, usually video game related. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, we last two years ago formed the Vegavon Boys, uh, but I, I'm re I'm rebranding the pronunciation on the Vegavon Boys to Vegavon Boys uh, as like a Viva Las Vegas kind of flair to it. Uh, <laughs> for no reason, I just had that thought while in the shower. Okay. Shower thoughts with Alex O'Neill. Um, Vegavon Boys has returned. Uh, we we sat down at the beginning of 2020 before we knew that the world was ending uh, and made plenty of optimistic decisions. And then we actually got together off mic again in a more casual way uh, last year and also made decisions that we thought were smart at the time. <laughs> but at least I thought were smart at the time. Uh, and then uh, Brandon destroyed us again. Uh, we are gathered again. It's the three of us, and we're going to... We're going to sit down and go to fantasycritic.games. If you're unfamiliar with the website, I'm not going to sit here and explain it again. <laughs> um, but we're going to pick our, our drafts, our picks. Uh, we've got our three publisher names, and uh, we're going we're gonna to make a team of games that we hope will review well in 2022, the year of our Lord. How are we feeling? Nabashin, how are you feeling? Before we get started, optimistic? Do you think you're going to win this year? Have you learned? I've learned a few things. Um, I, I I know the method of winning, obviously, but it's more of like what's what's more fun and yeah. what's more like I actually like want to place my bet in. Like you know, like stuff like Bayonetta Three is like my brand, so I was like, of course I have to vote for that. But then like someone could be an asshole and just take it from me. So you know how that is sometimes. Sure, trust me. There's a lot of games I'm thinking about that oh. I know people are probably gonna take from me, <laughs> and I'm already upset about it. But it's fine, you know. Just gotta live and learn. Uh, Brandon, how are you feeling before we start? Confident, uh, I assume? Oh, no, uh, <laughs> no, especially not that. No. Um, <laughs> with the new uh, new way we're doing things, and I'm sure you, we'll get into this as we draft, uh, by assigning slots to different kinds of games, that brings my confidence down, because that means I have to pick something I, I'm probably not really interested in. But hey, we'll see how the, how the year goes. Hopefully I don't, you know make really bad decisions and just kind of watch things and hopefully remember to send you guys an update saying, Hey, new games were announced this week. <laughs> so y'all can make bits every single time. And again, this is specifically for me, every single time that you would send those, I did absolutely completely forget. I want you to know it, it, like, <laughs> it was revelatory. I think there was one time and maybe it was like after a Nintendo direct, uh, like in March or something, like very early in the year, I was like, I remembered this time. Every other time, I was like, Oh yeah, fuck, I totally forgot. Um, as for myself, uh, well, let's just go over the scores from last year, and then you'll you'll kind of know where I'm at. 
uh, last year we had obviously I was Implosion Games, uh, Nobshin, the BK Value Meal, uh, and Brandon uh, Brethesda Gan Studios. Which As a playoff Bethesda, because I'm not creative. Because you're an X-Bot now. Congratulations. You're a Microsoft shill, and uh, welcome to the team, my friend. Game <laughs> what a What a great deal. Um, uh, and uh, so Nabashin walked away with a, a, a respectable 118 points. Uh, I think your, what, your highest reviewed game was Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, good pick. And uh, what was your lowest game? You didn't have any negatives. No, you did. Battlefield 2042. But you know what? Yeah, that was a last minute pick too, so I was like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon <laughs> took the crown with a, I would not call it a modest 246 points. <laughs> I would call it an objective W. Um, and let's see, wait, your highest reviewed game? I guess it was Forza, yeah, Forza Horizon 5. No surprise there. And Walker by a point. Oh, okay, I didn't see N Walker on the list. Um, also not a surprise, both, both very good picks, but you, I mean, you had, you had the only two nineties, right? So, uh, that's, but that's telling also kind of like where games and stuff are at. Uh, but yeah, you had no negatives, no negatives. Came really close to, with odd world, but no, I don't see a, a, a negative anywhere on my team. I do have four regrets from this team, but Hey, it's a win, whatever. Sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a, it's a big win. Let's let's not pretend. Um, I had sixty six points, uh, <laughs> which is a lot less. If you weren't keeping it home, I want to point out that one, two, three, four, five, six of the games on my list did not come out. Um, felt felt pretty uh pretty peeved about that, you know. But but you win some, you lose some. I really thought Shovel Knight Dig was going to come out, you guys. <laughs> I pl- I've played that game. I really thought it was going to happen. Um, but what about Pocket Dungeon? Uh, Pocket Dungeon did end up coming out right at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, I thought you should have went with that. <laughs> I should have. Uh, I messed up. But I also don't think that game would have reviewed as well. I don't actually know how well that game did review. I have no idea either. But it's a, it's a fun game. I'll say that much. Uh, let me see. The highest score... I had was uh, Tales of Arise, which is an objective win for anime. I think we can all agree. Uh, the lowest score I had, I didn't have any negatives. Look at that. Although I had a counter pick on Halo Infinite because I didn't think it was going to come out. And I was almost right. All right. December uh-huh. 7th is cutting it close as far as three weeks. Uh, so that lost me 17 points because that game is actually good, which I'm glad. I'll take that. Uh, but it's a new year. It's a new us. Yeah, like uh, Brandon had said before. Oh, Pocket Dungeon's 85, by the way. Okay. That sounds about right. Um, I That game is cool. I didn't play as much of it as I did Shovel Knight Dig at PAX East 2020, the last video games event that will have ever happened. Um, but as Brandon alluded to earlier, we've, we've got some new rules. Uh, our, trades are on. I like trades being on, right? That's... We're, we're okay with that. I don't think any of us are actually going to do it, but... I do. Is it on? Um, I'll say <laughs> Let's just say yes. And, and, okay. And hope. I'll, I'll fix it later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we've got regular picks, which are just, you know, any any game, new game, whatever. Then we've got new game franchise. Uh, it has to be something brand new. Uh, new IP, specifically. 
uh, we've got one slot for a yearly installment. So that's like your Maddens, your Call of Duties, your FIFAs, etc. One slot for an expansion pack, uh, which is exciting, uh, actually, because they're, you know, namely the Witch Queen is what I'm thinking of, is an expansion, for example. Um, and there's also the Monster Hunter Rise expansion, but only one slot for one of those, and a flex slot, and that's a remake, a, p- a partial remake, or a director's cut. I, I feel like director's cut is, like, just barely qualifying for that slot, but that's fine. Uh, so I like that. We can only pick so many new games. We can only pick so many regular games. Obviously, I, I th- we have plenty to pick from. Uh, but uh, before we start picking games, do we know who's going first? No. Your lead oh, manager let me start can choose when, the, when to begin the draft. I guess, uh... I'll be you. I'll say my pace. I'll be you. Okay. Yes, sir. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, Start from the bottom. Work your way up. Um, How... Before we start picking games, because I'm sure we all have our kind of first pick in our head, um, how's it... How are you guys feeling about 2022, the year for video games? Just Nothing's come out yet. As far as I know, maybe like one thing, but uh, how are you feeling? Excited? Nervous? Worried? Nobishin? Um, I think it's going to be a banger year. Um, it, it, it's weird with um, 2021, where, where that was a, well, that was a, a specific year where it's it like everyone had their click to go into and like, if it's your niche, it's your niche, and that could be like the best game for you. But it's like it's not like the overall for everybody else. So like, um, I think we haven't had really had something like that since like 2016, really, where it's just like, um, because that was like an Overwatch year, and my game of the year that year was like uh, Zero Escape. Um, that's like a weird off the wall game. But that that was a year I I personally wasn't in the video games, but like that seemed like a the overall consensus as well. So it was just like um, it felt like kind of like that. Yeah, it kind of felt like that this year. Or last year, I should say, but like, um, not in a in a negative sense, like 2016 was. This is just more of like, um, you know, this is just the state of the world we are, and like, um, games are being made. Or do you want to come out hot, like Battlefield, or do you want to like actually take your time with it? So like, if you want to be patient and get a good game, you know, wait for it. So that's pretty much how it looks. I don't like it. It doesn't feel like I think outside. There are plenty of people that dismiss this out of hand, and I understand. But I, we were living in the wake of, like, cyberpunk. I really feel like that had a big impact on a lot of decisions. Um, in addition to, obviously, the work-from-home stuff and, and like, everything just being an absolute shit show everywhere you look. <laughs> uh, but, like, I think cyberpunk really put that wake-up call in some people. Not EA. EA doesn't, <laughs> EA doesn't understand <laughs> wake-up calls. Uh, but... Yeah, I really think that that there was a lot of thinking about like let's take the time that we need, let's give the people that are working on this time to breathe, like actual real time to breathe. Uh I think it was it was hanging in the air. It was the elephant in the room for a lot of folks. Um and we'll get to it eventually too when we talk about or when one of us or maybe not not none of us pick a certain game, but like um there's a game I want to talk about as far as like that sitting around that. It's like the perspective, the legacy, what it has, and like what it could be now after like a cyberpunk situation, where how acceptable this is and how not acceptable it is now. 
Yeah. Or especially in this day and age, so. It's a, like, for me, obviously, I think the biggest thing from that from last year was Battlefield. And, like, I don't know how you guys felt. And I am kind of curious. Like, I was actually kind of excited for that game, which all immediately went away when it came out. But, like, I just can't believe it's like the fucking breaking bad meme of like he can't keep getting away with this like he can't keep doing it. i can't believe they're still doing like mass effect 3 this happened to like we can't keep doing this over and over that was 11 years ago almost like what is happening uh so like that that was just like i was so over it with with that game in particular but uh brandon how are you feeling about 2022 the games themselves there's a whole lot of potential i think this year has a, a, a lot of great stuff possibly like let's just go ahead and just name off some of the top contenders that we will probably see at the keelys i mean the game awards mm-hmm. uh things like mm-hmm. elden ring breath of the wild sequel god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west just to name four and then all of the good stuff that we'll talk about over the course of this draft today and all the things that a doesn't have a date, so games I'm looking forward to like Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's coming out this year, but if it does get dated this year, that's just another strong contender. And of course, like it happens every single year, there's something bonkers that might get revealed or announced in this year that comes out this year. So, for example, uh, officially, say the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, or perhaps uh, a new game from uh, uh, PlayStation First Party, Xbox First Party. Heck, even Nintendo, they mm-hmm. always typically announce something and it comes out a few months later. As far as the industry, I'm not as positive, but we don't need to get into that. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. as far as games as a whole is concerned, I think this is, has a lot of possibility and potential like going into 2020 d- did for me. Uh, agreed. And I'll say for me, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a it's gonna be a club banger. <laughs> I think they're going to be playing this track for years. Uh, I think that's that's like my my hope, my feeling right now. At the very least, by the end of February, I will be sated. <laughs> I mean, I will be still playing Destiny for sure. <laughs> but but between like uh, Witch Queen and uh, Elden Ring coming out in the same week, mm. I am just and I know like Eat. obviously that's going to be a lot. Where where does the time go? Uh, Anyone that knows where my personal situation is, I'll tell you where the time goes. It goes right into those two games. Uh, so I, I'm very excited for that. Between those two alone, I, I'm like, this will be a great year for me, and I know that for sure. Um, then there's the the unknown. So let's uh, let's let me. Where's the button to draft game? Select draft game under your player actions. There we go. I mean, I'm going to start with Elden Ring. I don't think this is a surprise. Uh, but, you know... Why? It'll probably be like, if you didn't get it, like, it'll probably be either mine or Brandon's first pick, honestly. Exactly. I mean, this is like... A, it's it's going to review well, more than likely. I think... What, what did uh, Sekiro review? It was like a 93? I think it? it was like... like The lowest, I think, was like 89. Or something like that. I have to yeah. double check, but uh, it definitely did very well. Uh, and Frums games typically do really well, but uh, you know, in spite of all that, I understand. There, I feel like, especially lately, 
the whole from software I, their games get kind of lobbied into the conversation about difficulty uh which everybody seems to have an opinion about and i think like that is definitely a thing that we're going to have to look forward to in february as well as like mm-hmm. that that kind of tired conversation coming up again and you know i'm not one of those people that's like fuck easy mode or whatever it's so funny cuz like years ago uh, I don't even know if you were on the show yet, Nabishin. Years ago, there was like an infamous Irrational Passions podcast discussion. Oh, I, I remember it, but I don't. I don't think I was on it about easy mode. And and mm-hmm. I was like the only person that thought like easy modes are a good thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, to be fair, Scott and Tony probably have a lot more controversial takes about video games that they keep to themselves. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm I'd be curious where they're at with it now. Uh, but boy, there was like, <laughs> it was like the closest we got into a yelling match, I'd say, back in those days uh, about easy modes. And and so like every time I think about the conversation now, I, I kind of flash back to that, that, you know, I think that was like 2011 uh, that we had that that discussion and, and like just how far we've come. Things are very different now. Obviously, if if it could just be a thing that you could template into every video game in easy mode or an accessible mode, sure, do it. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody really actually gives a shit. I think if there was an option on the system level, especially to like turn off hide easy mode option, like all the fucking tryhards out there would be totally fine. You would wake up in the morning. And guess what? You would eat your breakfast and go to work and it would be fine. And you wouldn't think about it at all. Uh, but it's just this kind of repetitive loop of that discussion that I fucking hate. Uh, so my, my point being, I hope Elden Ring doesn't kind of get dragged down by that because I think what they're doing with this game is like really exciting and really cool. And I, a big problem I've, I'm learning that I have with open world games is how like template they feel, how same to one another they feel. Um, and I really love that From is trying to take their handcrafted, like very specific guided level design and, and apply it to an open world game. Uh, and I just can't wait to see what that looks like. All right. Are you guys going to play this game? From games Uh, are not for me. So I'm, I'm not, I'm have no interest in it. Sure. It'll probably be the same situation like it always is where I'll buy it day one and then play it for a few hours and never touch it again. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm, like, committed to three full playthroughs already with two, like, my personal <laughs> playthrough, and then I'm going to play through it with my roommate because uh, we played through Bloodborne uh, this past year, and he had never played, like, a, an online co-op game ever before. So that was, like, the first time he had done anything like that, and it was absolutely delightful. He's like, dude, he loves open world games, so it's like, oh, like it's like an open world one of these? I'm like, yes, it'll be very good. It will just go get lost. And then Jacob Bryant has promised me uh, his soul <laughs> in exchange for me carrying him <laughs> through Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I don't get to pick twice, right? No, it's my turn now. Okay. I'll stop talking now. I'll tell you no, Mishin. All right. Uh, my first pick is Bayonetta 3. That's because it has to be. 
Um, and, you know, like, like I said, I'm playing for fun. If I was being strategic, I would pick, like, something like Horizon, because it's, like, a sure bet. And I'm pretty sure that's Brandon's first pick. But, like, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's more of, like, um, like, me picking Bayonetta 3 is just, like, just, like, me putting my stamp on something that I truly love, truly enjoy, and, like, there, like there's been two times in my gaming history of life where it's like I felt justified for something. And one was like totally unexpected. Or actually they're both was unexpected. It was like um it was when Persona 4 Royal was the highest rated game of um of that year, 2019, 2020? It was twenty twenty? Whatever. Well whatever year that was. Twenty twenty. Was uh, yeah, Persona 5 Royal. Because like like, like I said, I feel like people had an axe to grind just to, like, nitpick the fucking shit out of that game. And then, like, it came out to be, like, the best review game that year. And I was like, I was like, ah, oh, I'm so vindicated. And, like, you know, the other thing was, like, uh, when Bayonetta 2 was, came out and, like, it was, like, one of the highest rated games that year. It was like, Jesus Christ. And, like, you know, and, like, full stop, like, with Bayonetta 3, it's like, um, I hate playing on my Switch. Like, just straight up. I'm at this point where I just don't like playing on that system at all, unless it's for first parties. I, I should clarify that. Um, I, I just don't like the experience of being on that system anymore. Um, mostly it's because like games chug on there. The games that I like chug on there. <laughs> that's not first party. So like even like even indie games now just like chug on it. So it's just, it, it bothers me playing on that system. Um, to the point, I just I just don't I just don't want to even like touch it really, and I barely have touched it, and it sucks. Um, so it's like, unless you want to play like Mar- Mar- Mario Party Superstar or something like that, that's the only game I'll play on Switch right now. And, like, I don't even play Smash on it anymore, unfortunately. But, like, um, uh, and it's not really this, this, the system, but it's more of, like, I just, I just need more out of it. So, like, I'm hoping for an improved Switch, um, this year. Um, will that happen? I'm not sure. Um, and, like, this is not, this is not me, like, totally dissing the games that are coming out for it. Because, like, for anybody who could play it and, like, and, like, uh, experience it and like just have a good time on your switch like more power to you and like i hope you have a fucking blast for it but like i just can't do it anymore personally sure yeah i i wonder if if that's what's gonna gonna grow at all if like there's gonna be more of a divide uh as more ps5s and xboxes get out there but we'll have to see i i really like I, i we know so little about what Nintendo is planning, as we always do at the beginning of a year, you know? Like, we didn't even know... Well, the last time we did this, I didn't even know Metroid Dread was it going to be a video game, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like a rumor that died on the vine in 2008, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, it, there's a lot to, of unknowns there. And uh, I, it's, it's always exciting, you know? Maybe Bayonetta 3... Uh, will run totally fine on a regular Switch, or maybe it won't until it gets a better one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Either way, I, I like... There are people worried about Bayonetta 3. I'm really not. I don't think the fact that it took so long is a weird thing. I just think that this is the A-team for Platinum, and I think they actually take their time on this, and Nintendo isn't telling them that they need to get it out in three months like Activision would about a fucking Ninja Turtles game. I don't think those games are comparable. I think this game will be great and polished and will be what Bayonetta fans want. I, I really do. Because, like, <laughs> you know, if they fuck this up, like, what, what are they doing? What is Platinum even doing? Uh, mm. and, I, and I think, yeah, I think this will be solid. At the very least, solid. Uh, Brandon. 
Uh, before I go into what I'm thinking about, two quick housekeeping questions regarding our league. One, I just want to confirm: Are we? Is this still in snake format? Oh yeah. I I pretty much just did the, the default branding, so I'm assuming it is. And two, I just want to once again confirm that we will have three drops in total. Is that correct? Whatever I the default so. is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't really look yeah, into that, it. That's okay. The reason why I'm asking these two questions is because if it's a snake draft, and that means I have two back-to-back picks, I am juggling three games, and we'll go over each one of these one at a time, and it pretty much just, just comes down to which one do I want to give uh, to Brian here uh, because mm-hmm. right now uh, the first of the three I'm looking at, and I'll just go down the list from the master games list here, and the first one I'm considering is Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, PlayStation first party in, I would say, 90% of the time, they're critical smashes. Like, regardless of commercial sales, like, they review extremely well. Uh, Horizon is something that I am a massive fan of. Uh, my personal 2017 game of the year, I actually just started a third playthrough this morning uh, mm-hmm. in preparation for the game uh, to come out next month. Um, it's a game I am extremely looking forward to, and I, it, of the three games I'm considering here, it is the one that has actually had a concrete date. It is quote-unquote imminent, like Elden Ring yeah, is. Yeah, that game's coming uh, out for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, uh, so that's the one I feel is the uh, quote-unquote safest, but in terms of potential scoring, could score the lowest. Before going to the second game, do you all want to uh, touch on Horizon, or do you want me to quickly uh, uh, list off the other two I'm considering? Let's go through the, the list, and then we'll talk about them. Okay, the second game directly underneath that on the master list, I'm also considering God of War Ragnarok for practically mm-hmm. the exact same reasons. Uh, on my anticipated games list, the games I'm actually going to look forward to and play this year, uh, the one that has the concrete 20, well, concrete in quotations, but <laughs> 2022, uh, Ragnarok sits at the top. It is my most anticipated game this year. I, I cannot wait for that. God of War 2018. It, for me, I know, I think yourself, Alex, you're not too hot on it, which is cool, but for me, that it's, it just hit in ways that very few games have, and it was my 2018 game of the year, and I think one of the best games that has been put out in the last five, seven years or so. So again, same, for, same reasons for Horizon. PlayStation first party, massively anticipated, taking all the time they need. It's going to crush critically. It's just, I'm concerned because of that, you know, shifting 2022 because it's already been delayed out of 2021, which yeah. no one really thought it was going to hit in the first place, but still. And of course, the last one I'm considering directly underneath that, The Legend of Zelda sequel uh, to The Breath of the Wild. Um, again, if it makes this year, that's like the most biggest guarantee score yeah. in, in every game that's on the list. Um, Personally, I'm not a big Nintendo fan, so it's not a game I would play. But in terms of this fantasy critic, it's like the last two years, I counterpicked that basically off the uh, uh, reasoning that it was not going to come out. And this year, I have less confidence than I did last year about counterpicking it for that reason. So those are the three I'm concerned right now because I think they would score high whenever they come out. It's just if if I'm having back-to-back picks here, I don't know if I want to go big and just burn quote-unquote burn two of my three drops just to make sure that neither of you can counterpick it and hold it against me and (laughs) i would just be burned forever 
or if I just want to take the sheer bet in Horizon since that game is quote-unquote imminent and just use one of my three drops on one of the other two. So that's where I'm currently (laughs) considering right now. Uh, Tell me what y'all are thinking. I, I, uh, with, with, with Horizon, like I feel like that's like obviously the safest bet. Like uh, I have my misgivings about the game, but like I'm obviously on a on an island about that, and that's that's because I'm 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 jaded or whatever. But like um, uh, Horizon is like the surest bet. It's a strong female protagonist. It's a sequel to a game that's very polished and it's very good. I'm um, very uh, uh, almost everybody universally uh, loves. It's like um, like the only reason. Horizon is kind of like not snubbed, but like not looked at at the same time as like something that Breath of the Wild is. That's literally because they both came out and for most people, um, Breath of the Wild felt like the most like innovative thing that they played in years type of thing. So like, um, sure. Um, so like, I, I feel like Horizon is finally it's time to shine, especially since there's stuff in there. There's stuff around it, but like you know, Elden Ring is like a totally different thing compared to something like Horizon. So like, it'll definitely get its time to shine. It's time to like show show itself off. So like, Horizon, I think it's like the sure bet um, that you should definitely go with. Um, like the thing about with God of War and Zelda for most people, like probably not not so much probably me and Alex to a certain extent. To a, for certain views, <laughs> for certain things, but like, um, but like, those those two games are like revered as like the best games that have ever been made, type of thing for for a lot of people. So it's like with a sequel coming along, it's just a matter of just like how much of the same are that is going to be implemented into those games, which is probably going to be a lot. That's because like it's the same engine, the same viewpoints, and like um, you know, like there's probably just a few improvements of like battle system and story, and like how much will a sequel of that caliber be like a detriment to, for people now. Cause like we're long gone from like the days of like uncharted one from uncharted two to uncharted three to uncharted four feeling like different games in each interval, like two and three, like, you know, are the most similar of, of, of um, the uncharted games. But like, as that an example, uh, I mean like, um, like the, the big jump for a sequel is just not a thing anymore, honestly. Uh, right. And like even even like with um modern consoles, like um unless they like took like totally take advantage of like something like the PS5 or the Xbox as far as like the low frame uh the, the like the low um like the the game streaming stuff and like um like no load time stuff like that um to like improve the games and until we get to that point, I don't think video games for right now at least are gonna feel that much different from what we played them on PS4. It's funny, like, my advice, and I'm learning about myself here in this moment, obviously, (laughs) uh, of, like, I thought of, like, exactly what I would say, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why I lose every year. My first instinct was going to be like, well, Brandy, you got to follow your heart. You got to pick God of War first, obviously. (laughs) But, like, maybe that's what's wrong with me, (laughs) clearly. Uh, But I do think, I feel like you should pick God. Like, God of War should be number one. Because if you're going to get two, the other two are just icing on the cake. But you should follow the heart. I think God of War also is going to score, would score better than Horizon Forbidden West because what you're saying, Abishan, about incremental sequels, I think that's going to hurt Horizon more than it's going to hurt God of War uh, for mm. whatever reason. Just because I... So it's funny. I put out a, a list of games that I replayed um, throughout... or played throughout... finished throughout 2021 and it's just nestled gently in the middle of that list that nobody noticed apparently was God of War 2018 which I did replay uh, which I still don't love uh, but like I, an ember there. 
there there's I have a, a a respect for that game. I just don't think it treats women well at all, which mm-hmm. is a consistent problem in that franchise, but you know. Hopefully no Frey doesn't get choked by her son in the sequel. God God willing. Uh and says that it's okay. But we'll si- we'll see, you know? Maybe there's another kid that'll show up uh and we'll find out. But like especially like having seen something like Spider-Man, which I won't spoil, but uh the movie, uh it's a lot about healing and and like breaking cycles of hate through empathy as opposed to through murder. And God of War is not that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and I wonder, like, I wonder if that's going to have an effect on how it's received as well. And 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 maybe that that has an effect on, on some of the people that are turning around on that game. I know, like, I feel like throughout 2021, I saw a lot of people kind of turning on God of War that that said they liked it originally, hmm. um, which which is kind of surprising to me uh, just because like there is there's still such a, a fervor around that that reboot soft reboot i should say um so i don't know i i'd say sure horizon's a sure shot uh but i think like god of war has the that heat potential uh and obviously zelda is like if it does land i think you know for better and for worse that that game's gonna end up with nines uh you know i i don't know what that game even is yet but uh Mm -hmm. people certainly have their their beliefs that that original game was only reviewed well because it's a Zelda game, which I do not agree with. But you know, uh, you you're gonna get that that crowd kind of coming back into the the conversation as well. So I, I don't know what that's gonna do to the sequel to the Breath of the Wild. With all that said, um, Brandon, how you feeling? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I think I've decided that either way, no matter w- how between the three. I've pretty much resolved that one of the three drops that I'm going to have is most likely going to be used if, you know, I go God of War or uh, Zelda or both, uh, that it's a strong possibility that those could be used. So for the first one, I'm just going to go God of War Ragnarok, uh, much uh, to what you had just said, Alex. And also on top of that, uh, uh, with with Ragnarok being so, so... critically loved uh, in terms of anticipation in uh, the original that's kind of like the the whole thought process i've had over the last couple of years is like not necessarily go for the games that i would be interested in go for the things that you can pretty much uh, guarantee that you know the ign's the game spots the easy allies you know everybody that's going to score stuff that they're going to score really high um and that's why zelda is like this second one here and so that's why i'm uh, pulled up the second one because Ragnarok is now in place. Um, I, I'm I'm leaning towards Zelda over Horizon, and again, burning potentially burning another drop later in the year, uh, and which is kind of breaking one of the cardinal rules that how I've won the past couple of years is always go with the quote unquote sure things, the things that have concrete dates but if 2020 and 2021 have taught us anything expect delays in the announcement trailers so yeah um, nothing is sure yeah and especially i I can't get out of my head during the e3 direct the i I can't remember the gentleman's name but uh the translation was like they were trying and they were uh shooting for 2022 and they were targeting it but it wasn't really a guarantee and they haven't even given it the official title yet so that that's that's another thing that makes me. I don't know if uh, I want to pick it or not. Let's go around. Like, Nabushin, do you think that game's going to hit this year, Breath of the Wild 2? 
No. And the only reason I feel that way is just because um, I think the beginning of the year is such a, a stronger spot for video games now more than the end of the year, personally. So, like, um, for something like... It, it worked so hard. It worked so well for Zelda last time. So I, I will feel like another like around March or February release date would be good for it personally. Sure, I think it'll hit this year. I do. I think they'll announce the name at E3 and it'll come out in November. Like, boom. I was gonna say, yeah, I see it. I, I see both Clear's Day in my mind. Option one: the Nintendo E3 Direct comes out. They give it a name. They say. Something to the effect of, we know we had uh, told all the fans last year that we were trying for 2022, but due to uh, the complications of working from home and uh, and scheduling with our development team, uh, we have to push it for 2023. We apologize for this delay. Thank you for your support and patience. And then the second scenario in my head I can see clear as day is that they show up, they give it the name, full gameplay trailer, and says, okay, it's coming out in September. So yeah. <laughs> I, I can see It really could equally. go either way. Totally. Yeah, I, I see both equally as likely. Um, as much as, as I, I probably going to kick myself because either way it, it, I'm giving up a free one, no matter what I do, I, I just got to go with my gut. I got to go with what works and believe it or not, I, I've kind of talked myself uh, out of it <laughs> during this co- uh, conversation. I was initially going to elect for the birth of the wild sequel because points and, if I had to put odds on if it's coming out this year or if it's uh, going to be uh, delayed, I would give my personal odds that I, I think it would be a 60% likely late year, 40% being delayed. But by the time we get to E3, we will know, I think, I'm more confident in knowing one way or the other what the answer will be as opposed to what the answer is. So with my second pick uh, and the first pick of the second round, I'm just going to take Horizon. Uh, I, I just feel just better uh, that it, you know, it's going to come out. It's going to score high. Uh, and so if either one of y'all want to take Breath of the Wild, just please rest assured that I'm probably not going to counterpick it based off of not coming out like I did the last couple of years. Sure. <laughs> I'll say, like, for Horizon, for me, because I did like Horizon. I, I know you have problems with the Nubbishin. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, every time I've played an open-world game in, the, like, the last six months, I've, like, I, it's... I'm disgusted. I, like, I, I, I know I'm being dramatic here, and I am for, you know, for the sake of fun, but I truly am, like, so put off by those games. Like, I played Ghost of Tsushima for a long time over the summer, did not finish it because I, you know, I'm trying to invest in it being an open world game. I'm walking around, I'm following the wind, I'm doing bullshit, and I just hate it. <laughs> I just hate doing twenty bamboo challenges. I like this is this is stupid in the first place, and I don't want to do the same thing seventeen times or whatever. I hate going to these damn fox shrines because they're the same thing every time. You know, like I don't know what has changed in me. Uh, so vehemently that like that kind of formula I'm I'm so off put to but like of the open world games that I've played like I really gelled with Horizon the most and maybe because it's got all this RPG elements it is it is much more an RPG than just an open world game um and and the real appeal for that game to me is the combat like I I just really love the combat in that game um so I, I I'm I'm probably not going to play Horizon when it comes out, is what what I'm thinking. But I might play it kind of later in the year, uh, 
But I don't know. I, I hope I hope that game doesn't like give that kind of adverse effect to me. Uh, I, I really don't like the more recent example is like, like I was trying to get back into Spider-Man Miles Morales over uh, the holidays, and I just like I just don't want to like walk around to go to like a mission that is just in the same boring world that I'm just swinging around in. Like it's fun to swing around, but like I just am like so over doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, I say 433 hours into Final Fantasy XIV or whatever, however long I'm into that, like, that I'm essentially doing the same thing, but, like, I'm also a little burnt out on that, so, in all fairness. I, like, I don't know if that's, I'm, I, I feel like, Brandon, you are not that, <laughs> the open world games probably speak to you a little bit more, but. Actually, not really. Like, Horizon, believe it or not, is actually an outlier, because, for me, when it comes to uh, uh, Zero Dawn, like, believe it or not, when it was, like, first revealed during that greatest E3 conference of all time, in my opinion, uh, uh, in 2015, the Sony, and when it first revealed, I wasn't really all that into it. It took until the next E3's uh, presentation for me to become interested, and I'm happy I did and jumped into it, and I'm... I'm Super stoked for for Forbidden West, but on the whole, I'm looking at all the collections of games that I have over on my bookshelf here. I I am 95% single player, like and linear experiences. Well, wide linear, as the trendy term is, yeah. but uh, mostly linear experiences. And most of the open world games I have, I have problems with the open world in one way or another. Not just Horizon, but uh, older games like Final Fantasy 15, for example. I've got issues with that open world and mm. uh, and uh, and the like. So, uh, no, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I completely understand having to do repetitive tasks is kind of like a thing that makes me a little concerned. One of the many reasons why I haven't played Spider-Man. So sure. uh, it, it's so yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I completely agree. And I know exactly where you're coming from. Uh, Nabashin, what you got? What are you feeling? All right. Um, so atypically um, I go one with my heart and then I go one with my brain. Um, uh, and like, and what uh, and the thing I always try to do too, well, with my from my with my with one of my first picks is like to get something that I feel like um is definitely like something I just am not into, but like it will definitely be for the most part be where it needs to be, and like I think I and I picked uh Starfield. Starfield's gonna be the mm. game. Um, speaking of something that like I'm just not into, like I, I don't think I, I definitely know I won't I won't be into the game for me personally. But like, and and it's also and like this is the one I was talking about as far as like uh comparing to the battlefield, where it's like um we're in such a different era now as far as games and our expects our expectations for games and our tolerance for games even. Uh, where it's like you know like uh. You can't ship a game that's like busted and broken and, and like all that stuff. And then, you know, obviously, but that's the games have this critical eye on them now after Fallout 76 and like even Fallout 4 to a certain extent, where it's just like, um, you know, y'all, y'all need to fix y'all shit. Y'all need to do that. But at the same time, Game Pass kind of eliminates a lot of that. Um, not necessarily criticism, but like uh, the outlook of, of the game because it's like, well, I got it for quote unquote free, so it's not that. I can I can stomach it as long as it's not crashing constantly, which hopefully it doesn't. Um, I could take it; it's fine. And also, it's gonna be like it's gonna be the people's game more more than anything. Maybe not so much as far as like 
game enthusiast on Twitter this game, but like my 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 friend Katie, uh Damien to a certain extent. Um yes, yeah. the, like the the people who are playing the games just to have fun and the like um that bought Skyrim that showed up for Skyrim, you know? Yeah. Like that game you know, Oblivion sold like well, but Skyrim sold very well, like Call of Duty numbers, especially like at the time. Uh, and and it has continued to do well, and it, that game just has a mass appeal in a way that that very few games are able to reach. And less so nowadays. Most many games have mass appeal nowadays, but uh, yeah, I like I'm I'm not like personally thinking like I'm going to love Starfield. I'm unsure at the time, but I'm like genuinely pretty jazzed about Starfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm excited for Bethesda to be making a new game. I like I think this will be where we see their updated engine. I don't think it'll be a new engine. I think that they're more committed to just fixing the engine that they have and and working with what they're familiar with. Uh I'm hoping it'll be different, you know. I I really don't know cuz you know we've not seen any gameplay of this game. Um and I like I I just I hope that all of the biggest RPGs that have come out since um Fallout 4 like have truly like gotten them thinking about what to do cuz like I was actually talking to to Damien my my best friend my roommate earlier uh and he like we were talking about Skyrim and and he was like talking about like why they kept putting this game out it's like yeah it's a special game you know but it is a game of its time like there's no fucking characters in Skyrim. <laughs> you know, like, Ulfric Stormcloak? Are you really fucking talking about him as a character in 2020? No, like, Alduin? No, nobody cares about Alduin. Like, <laughs> there's no villain, there's no character. Like, that's not the appeal of that game. But it is an RPG, and I would say the appeal of many RPGs today are their characters, right? Like, Dragon Age Inquisition, a game I do not like, but, like everyone who hangs their hat on that game hangs it on the characters, right? Um, so I'm hoping something like that could have an influence on Starfield or, you know, more more likely uh, Elder Scrolls Six. But but, you know, this is their next game. So, like, if, if you have, like, a spaceship and, like, a Mass Effect-style crew in a Bethesda game, like, I know something like uh, The Outer Worlds did did a little bit of that. But... I'd really like to see what their kind of approach to that is. So I don't know. I'm hopeful. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You brought up a lot of great points. It'll probably still be a buggy mess. But, you know, I'm going to try. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> you know, all of us will try. I mean, like, probably. The, the conversation about that game is it's going to be, like, there's a bunch of YouTube videos criticizing it. Oh, but, oh, well, it has, like, a 12 million player base or something like that. That's yeah. that's literally what the conversation is going to be. I just hope the shooting isn't, like, absolute butt garbage. It probably will be, but... <laughs> Um, all right, well, I'm going to pick Breath of the Wild because you fucking cowards won't. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that game will come out this year. I hope so. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been five years. Let's give Horizon versus um, Breath of the Wild again. Again, I mean, this time add God of War and Elden Ring just for fucking the drama of it, you know? <laughs> uh, to be fair, that'd be a great Game Awards category to watch, see how many they stack against one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I ne- the reason like I hate game of the year now, like I've fully gotten away from it. Like I hate that it's like we gotta dunk on one game to raise up another, but to like you know abstract that and take that out of it, like 
I, I it, it is exciting to look at like these games that are f- successors and follow-ups and and like big deals and and ha- and like their progenitors and originals like had a big influence like Breath of the Wild and God of War and even Horizon to a lesser extent had like a huge influence on many games that have come since uh and and you can tell uh so I I think that's cool you know, and I, I think them all coming out together and kind of measuring up how how they are and and what they are and what they actually are, like quality wise, is is exciting. So I think it's more of like a let's all celebrate that all these great games came out together. That's what I'm hopefully down the line encouraging people to do. My other pick, You're here. uh, The Witch Queen, Destiny Two, The Witch Queen. I you know. I could literally talk all day about Destiny 2. Like, I've had such a transformative experience with that game since Beyond Light came out. Um, this is, a, you know, a, a different a different game than, than it has been for a long time. It's a different game to me. Uh, and the seasonal storytelling, like, that they have been doing in chunks throughout 2021, with which is the first year since, I guess... I, I guess since Destiny 2 came out, that, that an expansion has not come out for, for Destiny 2, so, or for a Destiny game. Uh, and uh, they, they took the time, and I, I think they, they polished it up. I think Witch Queen is going to be the best Destiny expansion that has happened, period. Um, just because I know what they're building to. You know, I've been kind of along the journey. They're actually setting up characters and story. Things are coming together. Things are culminating um, that it feels like the next chapter that is leading us to the end game is like here, and it's like approaching quickly. The the changes that they've made to just the game as a whole have been amazing, uh, and and with the launch of Witch Queen, they're like reworking all of the original three subclasses, starting with the the Void subclass, um, and then each season following Witch Queen, they will be updating the other two. Um, and I think that is a really great for Witch Queen because it'll feel like you're getting a brand new subclass, just like in Beyond Light, which was a big boon for that. And and B, it's going to feel like everything after Witch Queen is also just as substantial, just as significant. Um, which you could argue the seasons that followed Beyond Light did not necessarily have that feeling, but the things they're doing, like these new missions they were doing, and just all these things that are so so good. I I just I love Destiny 2. It is in a phenomenal place. It's, it's I think, just one of the most magnific- magnificent games I've ever played. Uh, and I'm really excited for Witch Queen. I was playing some this morning. That's how excited I am. Uh, Nabishin, what you got? Um, I went with uh, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope. Um... Oh, that was my next one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's like a safe, not not, not, safe, not necessarily a safe bet as far as like a game, but like in, in more of a traditional sense as far as like improving on a sequel for what, for a game that generally everyone liked. Um, I feel like um, now that the, the, the stigma of the rabbits um, being in the Mario universe type of thing, like um, it's kind of a way now and now it's like everybody's just excited for the game. Other developers can like just focus on like what they make that game good. Um, put more quality of life into it, and then like you know, then you'll have like another like stellar game that's even better than the last one. So, um, doing that, a lot of fan service. Um, there's a Mario movie coming out later this year, so like, um, 
all it's like this has like the recipe of being like a very good game for a lot of people. There, it's good. I never played the first game. Is that? <laughs> I, I, I own it. I just never played it. <laughs> I own it and have not played it either. I think okay. it looks good. I, I like. I think if yeah, you it looks good. Tactics games, like for sure. I don't know if that's your your bag outside of Disgaea. No, mission. Yeah, Disgaea is the only thing too. All right, Brandon. Well, since you done snaked Mario plus Ravage from me, uh, that was going to be my first one because um, uh, while you were talking about Starfield earlier, I uh, had remembered, because looking at the Master Games list, I, I did some op- open critic searches and saw that it scored, that the, the first one scored really well. So I, mm-hmm. I think that one's going to do pretty good, especially with uh, a, a nebulous 2022 date like Legend of Zelda is, but I'm, uh, I think you would, the, both of you would agree with me that Sparks of Hope is a lot more likely to come this year than mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, but uh, because of the uh, certain tags uh, that we have here, you got to find one or the other. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just fill my expansion pack one listed here. i got to go Cuphead, the delicious nice. last course. Nice. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not interested in Cuphead in and of itself, though I will say that during the game adverts, I mean awards, I need to stop doing that. Um, the uh, the Cuphead segment, like that musical performance, and then the trailer, that was like some of the most unique stuff I've seen all 2021. What a and ten trailer, dude! Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that it, it just captivated me. So, uh, and with a very concrete date, I'm actually very confident that they will hit that because they announced this back in 2018 during <laughs> Xbox's E3 show, and and I don't think. Uh, the uh, studio MDHR rushes anything, so like I, I really do think that they are very confident they're going to hit their when uh, they they're going to hit their date. When they announced the original Cuphead date, it was like a very long way out as well, and they hit that date. So I, I do feel like they'll hit it. Mm-hmm. As far as the second one, because normally in about the about the third or so pick, I, I start implementing my own personal anticipated games list to, to also try and see, you know. To, to fuse in interests, but to be honest, with the games that I'm interested in, with 2022 windows placed upon them, I don't think they're going to score all that well, relatively speaking. I, I still think they could be eight kinds of games, but um, I, 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 with what's left on the list, I'm not sure uh, for the next one, so to kind of give you guys a peek about what I'm thinking out, I'm currently looking at Gran Turismo 7, and this is because, again, another Sony first party, but um, Gran Turismo typically does really well. I mean, it's it's no Forza Horizon. I mm. do not think it's going to be as good as uh, Horizon in, by any stretch. But mm. for what they are, the, for the reviewers that review them, they typically are pretty solid games. Now, again, much like Cuphead, it's not a game I'm interested in at all. I have played some Gran Turismos in, in the past, most recently four and that's not recent at all, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know it, it looks great uh, from some of uh, from the little that we've seen. I, I should say from the past couple of Sony showcases that they've put on. Like I don't see any issues with it. I, I think just based off of the uh, hype of just PlayStation Five and. Uh, that the solid pedigree Gran Turismo has. Uh, I think over the course of sitting here on this pick, I've kind of talked myself into it, but um, I I guess I'll just go Gran Turismo 7 because, again, I I don't see, outside of like a Days Gone situation, I don't see Sony 
putting out a first party game and it not scoring well. I, yeah. I think it's more of like uh, just the, just the comparison. The comparison with Forza in general, Horizon and just the regular one, is what's the biggest detriment to Gran Turismo right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like um like being on the five honestly is probably like the best thing for that game. That's because like I think that like the, that was the one of the main issues with Gran Turismo as a, as a series in general is like the load times and like just getting into the game is what takes forever. And like um that's like the biggest detriment to it. You know obviously there was like also like car damage and like um where they prioritize um what they want individually as far as other things. Um, but I think it's a good choice. But I also feel like at the same time that like 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 I said, this this see this sit in comparison with Forza, where it's just like, oh Forza does this better, oh Forza does it, or Horizons is more fun doing it this way type of thing. I think that's gonna be like the biggest detriment to um uh Gran Turismo. Cause like I think sport did like generally okay, but like not that great. And but like even you know, like me thinking about Gran Turismo sport is like something I completely forgot about that was even a thing. That was a game that came out on PlayStation 4, but like, you know, that, that's just like my only general concern about like how that will do for that year. So You know what I'm know. thinking about right now, Nobshin? I'm thinking about Shin Megami Tensei 5 and just how that game was only hurt by comparisons to Persona. And mm. I'm, I'm not about to start one of those conversations, but I will say like, I do think that game deserves better than just being compared to Persona. I understand right. the temptation, and I, I feel like it is a similar temptation with GT7, and, and to what you were saying, Brandon, of like the people that will review it, I think those are the same people that just reviewed Forza Horizon 5, and if this is not as good, they will let you know. <laughs> you know? Uh, My only saving... Gr- oh, sorry. I was just going to say, especially if like the alternative is like, yeah, you can just get the other console and have Game Pass and, and have this, as opposed to having to get a PS5 and then also spend... Seventy dollars, <laughs> and I, I, I guess the only quote-unquote saving grace is that this is simulation, whereas Horizon is arcadey, sure. and I think reviewers are going to take that into account. So, it, re- realistically, I, I think the floor for GT Seven could be high sevens, low eights, and the yeah. ceiling could be a high eights, low nines. So, I see a, a mm-hmm. lot of variable uh, in it, but. Still, I, I'm comfortable enough picking it like this, uh, this quote unquote late in our draft here. Uh, but again, as I said, with Horizon and God of War, Sony first party 90, 95 percent of the time doesn't critically miss. Yeah, I think it'll yep. it'll be a, a minimum of a seven for GT Seven. Ironically, I just like I know it's the semi one, but I, I still don't think that saves GT from being like honestly kind of bland you know like every time i see that game i just think like this just doesn't look as interesting as as the competition uh whether it's you know not it's more realistic or not it just just doesn't look as fun uh and i think uh horizon at least balances that need a little bit better but you know we'll see i'll say also horizon is still on the table uh <laughs> brandon uh, no one has picked it. Oh yeah, you have it. Never mind. Yeah, ooh, I what? Forgot to say, you <laughs> I, I, forgot, I forgot you didn't. But did pick. he miss out? <laughs> I I you that. didn't pick Breath of the Wild. I was having a blonde moment. Um, all right, back to you, Nabushin. Um, continuing with the uh, I guess Nintendo Switch <laughs> thing. Even I just dog shit on it like earlier. Um, 
uh, Monster Hunter Rise um, Sunbreak. Um, just because everybody got an expansion, I got an expansion as well. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, people like Monster Monster Hunter games. I, I wish I did. So <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically what it, that's what it's about. Um, if there's anything like Iceborne, as how much better that was as far as um, Monster Hunter World, I think uh, Sunbreak will do gangbusters, especially because it'll be on PC. So it'll give like even like uh, even broader um, affinity for that game. Yeah, I'm excited. I will say I've not. I was not like I was done with Monster Hunter by the time Iceborne came out and. And while I have finished all of what I would need to finish for Monster Hunter Rise, I am, like, happy to return to that game, I'll say. Um, I was looking at a few here. Let me, uh... Let me pull up. I have, like, two tabs, and somehow it's too much for me to keep track of. Um, uh, looking at a few, thinking about... Obviously, Silk Song is on my mind 24-7. I want you guys to know. It is never, like far from me but i refuse to pick it i feel like if i pick it i'm manifesting it not coming out (laughs) so i'm just going to not touch it and pretend like it doesn't exist and not think about it uh as per my uh tradition of forgetting about games and then they're out uh one i was thinking about that i am excited for obviously i think it could be not great or it could just be underwhelming is forespoken I don't know where you guys are at with Forspoken, um, but I think that I, game will come out at the very least. I do too. I just, it just does not look appealing to me personally. I, I, I can't really put my finger on the, on why it just doesn't just look appealing. I mean, I could be very wrong. It come out and score high eight, slow nine. So I, I, I'm, I'm just eh, on Forspoken personally. Sure. Wait, you Nabishin, are you interested in that game at all? It's weird, dude. Like, um, it's not like I'm not interested into it. Like, but it's just like, it's definitely something I will wait for reviews type of feeling. Sure. It's like, it's like, um, I don't know. It's something weird about it. Like, it's like, I wouldn't say it's like it's corporate. It doesn't look corporate or anything like that. But like, there's, there's, a, there's a, like a certain like businessy thing about it. That doesn't like mesh well with me, kind of like what when I look at it and when I see stuff about it. Maybe because like um, you know, this like real real actors doing um doing it and like not like no an anime girl. I I don't know. Maybe I'm the stupid thing that like, is messing with my mind. Mean, uh, like just people that are more in the video game space. Yeah, I, I guess. Like I I just don't know, man. Like it's just, it's just like a weird that game definitely all putting has... up in it. It has the kind of appearance of a game that's not real, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that the Final Fantasy 15 feeling of like Yeah, but like what do you, how do we get here? <laughs> you know like <laughs> what's the connective tissue here? It turns out there isn't any, right? Like like oh, right. just, we just kind of end up there. I I I definitely understand that, especially cuz like so little of it has been shown. My main thing with with being excited with Forspoken is the the movement. I'm very excited about the the character movement in that game, how quickly you can move around and and have like all these kind of abilities at your fingertips. I like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and it's weird too because like when I think about Final Fantasy 15, like I don't see that. So like, because like not that that game chucks or anything like that, but like for that engine, like it's like that because like it looks like something like Sunset Overdrive as far as like movement. So it's like I'm looking at that like 
these two don't match as far as my mind, as far as like how this, sure. how the luminous engine can make this run as smoothly as it does. But like, I have to see it in person. Probably is one of those things. Sure, sure. That is that's all fair. Okay, you've talked me out of it. You've talked me off the cliff. Uh, <laughs> um, I will pick this one, and I know people will probably still like. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure there are plenty of people that are still not sold on this game, and that is uh, Suicide Squad. Rocksteady's Suicide mm. Squad. Uh, I hope Rocksteady is no longer a toxic workplace for women, uh, and I hope Harley Quinn does not turn out to be like a bummer of a character in this game. But I will say, this is another one where the movement really appealed to me, uh, and I, I do think Rocksteady does not make bad games uh, and I think this game will be very good and I think I think it'll be a lot of fun to play I don't know if I'll end up playing it with people uh, I might just enjoy that on my own but mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited I think it looks I think it, like conceptually it's really fun and the only thing I'm like really worried about is just like the moment to moment gameplay will they actually kill the Jets Justice League member I think they'll kill one uh, but probably not the rest, unfortunately. I'd love I think it. they're gonna kill. I think they're gonna kill Flash for sure. Yeah, just because they showed them most of them so far. But like, I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, I'm. I like. They're not gonna kill Green Lantern. I, I just am fully convinced that they're not gonna kill Green Lantern. I think like I do buy into the theory that Batman is very much alive and will show up as like your ally in that game. Um, and it seems like Wonder Woman will also be an ally in that game. Mm-hmm. Although I bet she like helps you and then gets like converted and you have to fight her later in that game. Uh, but yeah, I like, dude. If Superman gets fucking murked at the end of that game, I would be so down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be so funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I, that's that's a good question. I I do think one person, one Justice League man, member does die. Uh, minimum. See, this is like, every time I have to pick twice, I get so stressed out. I'm like, God, there's so many to choose from. Um, And now I'm like just in that worried headspace of like, oh, God, probably like this won't come out. Oh, no, this probably isn't going to come out. Oh, I mean, this probably definitely isn't going to come out. Uh, Something like that. Um, I had one. I lost it. You guys have any any shout-out suggestions? Things I should Uh, be thinking about? Tunic. It might be like a below situation where like it takes forever to come out and then it just comes out be all right. But like that's a game that like people been looking forward to for a long time. So I have faith that like it's actually a decent game because it's like it, it has a formula that, that that goes off of. So like it's not too hard to like actually well below the two actually. But you know, you know what? <laughs> yeah, below is is a lot weirder a game though than Tunic. Tunic is a, is much more straightforward. Having having played both of them. Uh, no, I will pick Tunic. That's a good one. I'm I'm excited. I like played the that demo of Tunic, didn't finish it, and it's like very difficult. And I'm <laughs> I honestly had the thought of like, do I want this game to be really difficult? Uh, mm. I you know like I'll have my moments where like I guess people kind of had the same feeling about like Kana, Bridge of Spirits, and I I really liked the difficulty in that game. And some people were like, I didn't need this final boss to kick my ass as much. And I was, like, very into <laughs> it. Uh, so, like, who knows? Maybe I'll turn around on it. But Tunic is is cool. It it has got a lot of polish. That is funny, too. I played Keenan today, and I got to a boss. I'm like, 
wow, that difficulty spike got that way high. I get it. I but again, I'll like I could be I could be on a dime on on that one. It could go either way, you know. Mm-hmm. What you got an option? Um, I got another sure bet. Um, sure bet that like A will do at least an eighty-five. B that is actually going to come out because it comes out next month. And and three is like it's going to be like a, a niche group, so it's like it's going to be a highly reviewed game. So the King of Fire is fifteen. So it's going to have rollback. It's it's going to have like only fighting people reviewing it. It had a couple of betas, which has been great for that game. So like it's guaranteed, gar- literally guaranteed, like at least an eighty-five. Yeah, I hope that game's great. I hope people really flock to it too. Mm-hmm. King of Fighters needs a win. Brandon. Oh, you know, I didn't want to interrupt you earlier. What you said, Alex, about having two slots and paralysis by analysis of choice. Because <laughs> I kid you not, I'm currently uh, have a couple of different tabs open here. And in uh, my own anticipated list, and I've counted up seven <laughs> different games oh, wow. mm. on, on what I'm, um, I'm trying to decide to pick. Like, on my personal anticipated list, Plague Tale Requiem, Redfall, Gotham mm. Knights. Uh, but in terms of not personal interest, but I think have strong potential to do well, Triangle Strategy, Moss Book 2, um, Somerville, like... I have so much to pick from, and I don't know what to pick. Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like you can take Moss off that list. I feel like the hype is gone on Moss, and people are just going to come down on that game hard. Especially think it's, so? It's not VR, right? Moss 2 is not VR. It is VR. It is? Isn't it? I could have sworn it was. <laughs> yeah, I've got the tag open here. They've tagged it as virtual reality. Okay, I thought it was not. Maybe I'm thinking of a different franchise. Super lucky, Sue. <sighs> decisions, decisions. Um, you know, I, I guess for the first of my two, I just got to go with one that's both high on the master games list and, uh, again, personal anticipated. I guess I'll just have to take Plague Tale. Um, Plague Tale is a game that I, again, initially uh, wasn't really into, but after looking at it a few times, giving it some thought... And then I tried it out like a year after it came out, and I was super surprised by how much I, I really enjoyed it. I kind of think that the last two, three chapters, I think, kind of it kind of falls apart. Uh, I won't <laughs> I, I won't uh, go into story spoiler reasons as to why, uh, but let's just say you're given a mechanic, and I kind of think it undoes a lot uh, of what that game builds up towards. So it, I don't think it ends well, so, but. I really enjoyed it enough to have it on my anticipated list, so I'll just go ahead and take that one. Um, but from all the other games that I had read out, um, currently I am pretty much sitting here, kind of going back and forth with myself. I've kind of willed it down to three uh, to take with my last pick here. I'm currently weighing between uh, Gotham Knights Redfall and Triangle Strategy with my last one here. I would uh I would go with Gotham Knights. I think that game's gonna hit the hardest. I think Triangle Strategy is just gonna be fine and it'll be what those people want, but I think Gotham Knights has the potential to be like excellent. You, you could say the same thing about Octopath Traveler. It was fine, but it reviewed well because it was fine. Sure. 
And and mm. you, I mean, you can make the same for any open world game. I would say, which Gotham Knights would fall into the umbrella of. So you know, uh, I I just feel like that game has a lot more going for it, and and I think they've taken a lot more time with it. But I think it has a lot going for it, but a lot going for it in almost a negative way. Like, sure. <laughs> like oh, will this have uh, blue box or microtransactions or NFTs or whatever the fuck? Like, yeah, that true. seems like a game that'd be primed for that. After um fucking the boxes in uh, Shadow of Mordor, yeah, like truly anything is possible. And is it even gonna come out this year? Like that that's another thing I'm trying to consider yeah. here. That was, uh, I was I was considering that one. That's one of my I went with Suicide Squad instead, but Um Triangle Strategy's safe. I was just sure about to come was, out. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say because I, I can see the date it, it's scheduled for March that art style the 2D HD or HD 2D however they tag it like that that's super gorgeous but it hasn't been put to any game that's appealed to me uh, so I, I guess I will take triangle strategy here it might burn me but like I, I think it, because it's a tactics game and, and there's a lot of desire for a better port or a remaster or even a remake of final fantasy tactics i think that the desire is there uh that uh, that people really want a solid tactics game in that style so i I think it'll i think the variable here is 70 to 85 Uh, much like i said about gt7 like I, i think it can swing wildly either way and it's a risky pick but uh, I think it has potential, so I'll go... Uh, and I also need to fill in these new game franchise tags because everything else except Cuphead was regular games, so I kind of need to figure out a, more picks in that category. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Triangle Strategy is the second of my two picks here. Back to you, uh, for sure. Um, I think my next pick is going to be... Because um, I, w- I, was, I was looking at a Hellblade, but I was like, no, nah, I don't... It's I not like I don't have I'm... faith in it. It's, just, it's more of like, oh, I'm not really sure it's, it's really that. It's more of just like, um, more of something that's more my flavor. Not that Hellblade is my flavor. I love the first game, but whatever. But basically, I'm, I'm picking, um, <laughs> I'm picking Splatoon 3. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's a good thing for me. Yeah, I think so. I think that game will be very good also. I just hope uh, Salmon Run is just always available. You don't have to wait for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's gonna like be the thing, just the online in general. That's gonna be like the detriment of that game. Yeah, I think like it's. I'm curious, like how Splatoon will land now that the Switch has got such a huge install base. You know what I mean? Because uh, I mean, it was it was pretty damn good for the second one, considering like that was the launch year. Yeah, but so, it's we're in a different ballpark now, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it'll may even double that. It could or has potential to. I should say. Yeah, I think like the word of mouth is going to be big for that game because that has to be like a good. People have to just be happy to jump in, in Splatoon three, and mm-hmm. obviously there shouldn't there in theory is nothing stopping you. Like this, you don't need to have played one or two. But, like, I wonder, like, if there will be things about that game that, that appeal to new people. Um, but I think there will be. It's still, like, the most unique type of game that there is. Well, I, I should probably take that back, because that's, you know, like, you have, like, Knockout City now, and um, obviously Fortnite, so, like, 
they're similar games, but like it's still different enough. I feel. I'm gonna ask, like I ask you a question about Fortnite. If every time that you see one of those characters carrying an assault rifle, does it not just make you so fucking depressed? A little depressed. Bit. Depressed is not the right word, but like. You know, like when you no, see like no, no, Nabishin, depressed is the right word. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is. I mean, like Superman running with a gun, Spider-Man running with a gun, Naruto running with a gun. It's just like hate it, dude. I like absolutely like, hate it because it's like the thing. Like you, you, you see something like Smash Brothers, like take so much care to like to get the characters exactly right, or like how they will fit into that world, and then it's just like, oh no, like we'll just put this literally, we'll skin them alive. Put that over my body, and then I'll be like, I'll be flossing for like five minutes. It's I don't know. so, so depressing. And you know, maybe it's just me, Brandy. You feel this at all? Does it hit you? Yeah, and the less I give any mind share to Fortnite, the better, because then so much about it, I just yeah. I mean, it's it's a turnoff for me, and I, I'm happy. Yeah, I feel like it'll help a lot of people get into video games. It's just then when I look at it and it's like, this is an assault rifle and I'm carrying it and I'm just, I just get depressed. Can't um, wait for the dragon tattoo skin. <laughs> I'm going to grab Hellblade. Fuck it. Hell yeah. I'm really, really excited for that game. I, I think what they showed of it looks great. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I have no expectations like as far as like where it's going to go and, and what the fuck's going to happen in it. And I kind of love that. Uh, I didn't necessarily want or feel like I needed a sequel coming out of that first game. Mm-hmm. But I, having seen what they've shown of it, I am interested in whatever they're going to do with it. Uh, just because, like, I think Senua's just a great fucking character. Yeah, uh, like, like, literally, my only question about that game is how much is it, uh... How much is it... Like action, like ca- action, like um, hack and slash, and how much of it is like um, you know, walking the experience of it. Like, mm-hmm. are they are they going to try to like put more into that, or are they going to lean more into the other, yeah, more into the strength or more of the weakness? Basically, I don't know. Yeah, and and like, how are they going to change it to make it better? You know, for a mm-hmm. full longer game, I imagine. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of questions, but like just the the whole vibe is is very serious, and I'm very excited about it. Um, as for my second pick, <laughs> the second one I totally knew ahead of time and was like thinking about this whole time. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. I always like forget. Oh, you know what? I there was one that that I am gonna grab. Similar to you, Brandon. This is like I feel like a, a safe bet. Not gonna be great. I think maybe not like a even eights, but I think I'm excited. I'm interested. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Uh-huh. Kirby in The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, as I, I guess some people have been calling it that. Um, wow. It did not pick it. Uh, but yeah, I'm I like I don't know. There's there's kind of like uh like when seeing this game when they showed like the little bit of gameplay, the the thing it reminded me the most of was like uh, Death's Door. Funnily enough, of like kind of an isometric game. Um, and and I I don't know if like there's gonna be like backtracking or I don't even like I don't know is there gonna be stuff like that in a Kirby game and uh, if there is tell me all about it I would like to try that out 
I think we only got a couple left here. Yeah, it should be almost done. Um, now I'm just trying to think of anything else particular that's like I just want to get. But like, there's River City Girls too, but like, I think that's that game's going to generally be okay. Like, um, mid eights, I would think. But you're uh, for it. Yeah, of course. But I'm not. I'm not playing towards myself. I'm playing towards the game. I know, but that was your. It was your game of the year, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, it was one of them. Like, I think it was my third favorite game. Of the year. It's my favorite uh, beat 'em up of all time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Oxy Free Two, no. Multiverses. I almost forgot about that game. None of you gonna draft Lord of the Rings Golem? Really, it's not the top of your fucking list. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe they're making that game? Oh, Jesus. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a hard one to swallow. Can't believe they're making the Last of Us remake, or at least that's an option on here. Yeah, I don't think that um, game is actually real. Hopefully. Same. Hopefully not. Hopefully. Um, I'm gonna go with a uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Yes. I'm talking about beat 'em up. Talking about beat 'em up. So like, sure, why not? That game looks so good. I think it'll be like the usual thing with um, beat em up reviews where it's like everyone's so hype about it and, and super excited about it. And then like the reviewer comes out, I was like, oh, it's kind of repetitive. I'm like, that's what beat em up's on. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, if I see one fucking review that's like, the game's too short, I'm like, what the fuck do you want, dude? Like, <laughs> get, get some friends and smash up Shredder, and that's it, man. That's all you need. But at least like that game's going to have like unlockable characters and stuff. So I think that'll help. You about to say something, Brandon? I, I was going to say, yeah, uh, for TMNT, I think it has a lot of potential to, like, really be a great TMNT game. Um, like, I know recent TMNTs haven't been all that well, but I just got a feeling that Shredder's Revenge is actually going to be really solid. Not, like, revolutionizing the genre, but mm-hmm. very, very, very high quality. Yeah. yeah. Uh Okay, so I don't know if this is the last single one and then going to counter picks or if there's like a whole nother wraparound back to me here. Um, I think there's one wraparound. Or there's one, you'll get two and then Nobbish will get one, I'll get one, and that'll be it, I think. Okay. Uh, we have nine games to draft, apparently. Um, so let me quickly one, two, just three, go back. Four, five, six. So these are the last two. Yeah. Okay. Last two to draft. Okay. Um, okay. You've got like three different tabs and lists open trying to make sure. Oh, no. This, uh, this, uh, you'll have one more after this. So you have three. Um, you know what? I, I think I need to start leaning into just games I'm super interested in. Super being a loose term, but um, so I guess uh, for what hasn't yet to be taken so far, I'm going to use my first one just going from the top of my anticipated list here. I'm going to go Redfall. I am a big Arcane fan, love Dishonored, Prey is really solid, but surprisingly Deathloop did not really look appealing enough. I, I'm not a big fan of the art style, nor the... Uh, or the concept, uh, uh, you know, the time loop concept of it. 
But mm-hmm. I am super happy it, it's done as well as it has because there's just so uh, d- arcane games just don't sell enough. Like yeah. the the big knock on Dishonored and Prey is that it just did not reach commercial sales, no, no matter how well it did critically. So uh, are they your uh, favorite developer? I'm just asking. Um, it's a tough one. I guess from the games, well, I was going to say Square Enix, but they have like 15 divisions, so that's kind of <laughs> a little hard to say. Um, but in terms of a, a single developer with the amount of high-quality games, I guess I would have to say Naughty Dog. Okay. But in terms of like just respect, like just love to see their success, Arcane, Insomniac, um, SMS, like... Mm-hmm. I just I I really really like to see them uh, succeed. But anyway, let me just quickly get Redfall in. And you know, yes, it's a super risky pick because you know we've only seen a CG trailer. We have no idea what this game looks like at all. Uh, but I, I think it has a lot of uh, potential, and I'm excited for it because, like again, as I just said, Arcane, uh, big thumbs up uh, for them. So I, I'm a believer in their quality. Um. And then I guess just going down my anticipated list here, I guess, much like the discussion we had a little earlier here, I guess I'll just go ahead and just take Gotham Knights off the board. Um, like, as much as I'm a fan of the Arkham games, and I will uh, play Origins for the first time leading into Gotham Knights. Yes. Um, so I will, uh, I-, I hope to do that Enjoy this year. Enjoy the Knights. frame rate, my friend. <laughs> I plan to, uh, but uh, but you know, Gotham Knight. I'm I'm not. I'm a little eh on the co-op aspects of it, and hopefully it's single player capable. But I, I think it looks a lot better to me than Suicide Squad does. Like I don't really have anything against Suicide Squad, but Gotham Knights as a concept, I will say, uh, and I know I've said this a couple of times already. Uh, Gotham Knights first reveal did not really interest me enough, but that Court of Owls trailer that they did at DC Fandome, that is something I'm interested in in, in experiencing. I, I I don't read the read the comics, so I, I don't really know much about the Court of Owls. It's the only but Batman still... comic I've read, actually. <laughs> it's just super funny. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a concept I'm super intrigued by, and, and let's be honest, Bruce Wayne's not dead. Uh, I don't care what that reveal trailer starts off with. He, he's not dead. Um, but yeah, so uh, those are my two for this this roundup. Uh, Redfall and Gotham Knights. Fucking Marvel's mm-hmm. Avengers all over again. Like, Why we gotta keep <laughs> doing this, man? Just don't say anything. Just just say that he's dead, and then when people ask you, is he really dead, don't double down. Just don't say it. Just dead face look at them and be like, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Dabashin, what you got? Second to last um, pick Yeah. Like, I'm looking at certain stuff, like... I almost want to say Sonic Frontiers just for the meme. I'm like, no, that's, <laughs> please, that's... please, dude. Uh, no. Sonic Breath of the Wild, dude. <laughs> I almost want to say um, New Banjo Kazooie, just a will into existence. Not for me, but for everybody else. Everybody wants it, but like, I don't know why they don't do it. I'm, uh, I've, like, oh. I'm certain that they're working on it. It's just, you know, we just gotta wait. Let me see. Banjo Redewey, as, as <laughs> Mike and I have affectionately dubbed it. Um, 
There's always scorn, notion. Somber tapestry. Yeah. Um. Dragon Ball the Breakers. No. Uh, Dragon Age. Sure. It is kind of a bummer now that we've sit here and we all have to agree that the best Dragon Ball game has come out and there will never be a better one. And it's obviously <laughs> DBZ Kakarot. I knew you were gonna fucking say that, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, but I mean it's true though. Like unless there's like a Fighters Two, which would just be like you know new characters, maybe some new mechanics, but like better online. Um, I guess I'll take the risk and go big and. Uh, there has to be a Star Wars game this year, I'm assuming, so I'll do uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. But that game was, like, announced and then came out the same year, so I don't see why they couldn't do that again. Yeah. It's been, like, three years. That's enough time. Yeah, right. I mean, EA, yeah, and... EA will say something otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> can't keep getting away with this! No, I, I, to be honest, I, I gotta be upfront. I was kind of hoping it would go under the radar and we kind of all forget about it. And then when it gets revealed in May, reportedly, but when it gets revealed, I just come in and just bid on it because yeah, um, <laughs> I want that game so bad because I really, really like the first Fallen Order. I, I, I got some issues with that first game, but I, 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 it's a, it's really solid, and it's I really, really want a sequel. Yeah, it's just like I wish it had more polish time, more time in the oven, as with all yep. EA games. Uh, but yeah, it is a, it is a solid pick for sure. Uh, all right, I should have thought about this more, but you know, here we are. I there was an indie game that I was gonna grab. Okay, oh I have like a list of fear. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Stray. because uh, I'm um, looking forward to that game. And a game where you can play as a cat, you know. I mean, uh, you're gonna be like you're gonna be like one of those dads who like play a game and like they see their child and someone's like daddy he's like oh it's so hard you see a cat in the game he's like oh it's it so hard now. it is going to be that. I'll, I'll i'll cry when he like licks his paw and then rubs his face and be like it's like my son that's my son that's my boy right there uh as apollo is sitting like right next to me with his belly up getting his scritches right now so um Final game. I'm going to go big as well. I'm going to will it into existence. I picked this last year. I was trying not to pick anything that I didn't pick last year, or that I picked last year, because uh, I said for Breath of the Wild, just because I, I really want that to come out. But I will pick it again. Final Fantasy 16. I think there is potential for this game to come out. I'm still of the belief that they are just waiting because they want to show it when it is like within spitting distance. They want to show it when they can tell you when it's coming out, you know? Uh, which they, they did with, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake to an extent. Uh, obviously, we got that, like, pre-E3 tease, and then at E3 they told us the date, um, which it generally hit. It was a month late from that, but... Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful, uh, and I, I hope that game's good. It's funny, like, having played 14 now and knowing that USP is, like, director on this one or producer on this one I, I forget what he's at i am definitely like really interested in that team making like a more straightforward final fantasy game 100 mm-hmm. percent. i also no i won't just that's stupid i was going to just drop a hot take but I, <laughs> that's I, I don't need to be an unnecessary hater 
especially when I uh, bemoan those exact people. So I'm going to keep it to myself. Uh, Navishin, what do you got? Um, I, I just spitting in the dark here. I don't even know if this game's gonna be good or not. Um, but it's different. Um, Marvel's hot right now as far as like people's interest in those games. So I'm going with uh. Well, other than Avengers, uh, I'm going with Marvel's uh, Midnight Suns. Everyone forgot about the game. I, I, was, I, I was thinking about that too because I was looking at the list and I saw it come up. I, I hope that game's dope. Mm-hmm. I know J- one Jarrett Green is excited. Like that game is like such a Jarrett ass pick of a video game. Because uh, he's like the only person I've ever heard talk about the Midnight Suns ever in my life. Uh, but yeah, I'm I love the vibe. Of that of that trailer that they showed, uh, just like Captain America in yellow, dude. Hell yes. Uh, final game, Brandon. Again, just going back and forth and kind of stalling for time here. But to, to the what you were saying about Final Fantasy 16, I just wanted to put my own personal bow on that and just yeah. say that's something I'm super looking forward to as well. Um, especially when I found out that Yoshi P was executive producer. Plus, I really did enjoy the trailer. Uh, do you believe the reports that they're going to uh, hit uh, showing or saying something about it in the spring? I think so. I, I like, you know, he put out the thing, uh, the note from Yoshi P at the end of the year specifically, uh, which I was like, I love that because they said, you know, we'll tell you something in 2021. And they literally like, three days near the end of the year it gave us something but i you know what i'll take it i'm glad they said something as opposed to like the classic square enix move of not saying anything and hoping you just forget about it mm. uh and and yeah I, I think they were being honest you know i think like they wanted to get 14 and n walker done first obviously and you know that was a, in the pipeline and there were people that are playing that, and obviously it was extremely successful, so it was the right time, right thing to do, right call to make. So yeah, I, I think now that their their attention is fixed over to 16, I think they'll hit that that reveal. It'll probably be like May. It'll be like just barely spring or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I think they will, and I think it will be like a holiday game. I hope so. I would love to be able to play it this year. But yes. um, anyway, uh, I had finally made my decision. Uh, I guess a nice little theme uh, that we all three of us now will touch on is uh, focusing on a, a quote-unquote indie darling. And then, and for me, the, the indie game that jumped out for me from last year that's supposed to come out this year, but who knows, is Replaced. Um, I, I'm, I think that looks super cool. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good at all, uh, but I, I love the style. The the song in it just stuck with me, so I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So I, I, I guess I'll take that one for this pick here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call my shot here for 2023, though. First draft, Alan Wake two. So excited. I'm like especially this whole year. Yeah, especially if they about talk it. about it in the summer. Yeah, I can't wait to see what that game looks like. Uh, I think you got another one, Brandon. Uh, it's Weird. the counter pick time, so that that's why. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to. Again, uh, 
Tough counterpick. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you know? it, this is the most balanced we've ever been, honestly. <laughs> yeah. that, that's why I was just about to say, again, to try and make sure to constantly give you guys uh, my thought process to kind of give you the strategies here. Uh, the last two years, I based counterpicks solely off of date. Like That's yeah. why I went uh, Breath of the Wild sequel the last couple of years, because I did not think, even though if it did come out, it would cripple me significantly with points. Um, so as far as this uh, list here, yeah, I think a lot of these are going to come out yeah. in 2022. So that kind of hinders me here. So I guess for my first counter pick, and then I'll have to wait for a while before I have the last overall selection here. Um, just top level going down the list. Uh, and these are the instant first things that jump out at me. Kirby and the Forgotten Land for score uh, reasons. Marvel's Midnight Suns for score reasons. Uh, Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Despite me being interested in that game, I do not think it will come out in 2022. Um, keep going down here. Stray, maybe for score reasons. Uh, but I, I think, much like how when you picked it, Alex, I think that's a solid game. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, so th- those are the ones I'm looking at. So again, as a recap, Kirby, Midnight Suns, Hellblade 2, and Stray are the four I'm juggling, trying to pick between the here. The highest rated Kirby game. Look real fast. Gotta be Superstar Saga, probably. It's probably been a while. I mean, Actually, Epic Yarn probably is the highest rated one. I would think Epic Yarn, but I'm double sure. You know what? I, I should just go with my gut. I, I'm just going to go ahead and just, again, stick with my strategy. It's serving me well. It's probably going to burn me, but uh, for the first counter pick, I'm going to go Hellblade 2. Uh, I think that game's going to be great. I actually did play the first game for the first time back uh, this past year in 2021, uh, and it got me excited enough to be excited for the sequel. It did not hit me like I wanted it to, sure. um, and that last encounter I felt was a little frustrating, but beyond that... Um, yeah, if it comes out 2022, it's going to crush. I'm going to lose points, but I, uh, I'm of the list that I read out to you. I think of everything that's been selected here today, uh, I think Hellblade 2, Breath of the Wild sequel, and God of War Ragnarok are the ones that are most likely to not come out in 2022. Can I make a bold prediction about Hellblade right here, right now? Our way? Microsoft shadow drops it during their E3 press, press conference on Game Pass. That's, that's how confident I am in that game coming out. Not even, like, in December. I'm talking about it drops June 13th or whatever. Their E3 digital showcase, excuse me. How could I get that? <laughs> such a mistake wrong. The Xbox plus Bethesda showcase. Yes. <laughs> All right, now, Mission. Counterpick number one. Uh, I'm gonna just go with Redfall, just just because I think um, Arcane would like to let that game be as good as it could possibly be before putting it out. So that'd be the only reason I would think it won't come out this year. Very fair. Yeah, I'm curious about that game so much. I hope it's good. I'll I'll be honest with you, Brandon. Deathloop like is is good, but it loses a lot of the magic that Dishonored has with its formula. Uh, I think you would, if you really liked Dishonored, I think you'd be kind of disappointed with it. Because that's how I felt walking out of it. Uh, for me... Back-to-back counterpicks. Uh, for me, I'm going to pick... Uh, 
I'm surprised that you said it, but I'm going to pick Star Wars. I do not think that sequel comes out this year. I think it will be announced this year, but I think it'll get delayed into early next year. I, you know, I guess saying that out loud, though, fucking EA has proved me wrong before. <laughs> so. Weird. It said the draft is complete. I guess maybe we only do uh, one counterpick. Uh, okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe they're letting, us, they're, <laughs> they're letting us save that for later as opposed to beforehand. Uh, Interesting. Which I honestly kind of prefer because, like, I know you guys are going to pick some stinkers up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lord knows I'm going to pick some stinkers up knowing my luck. Um, any other games that we didn't uh, cover? Talk about? I was... Yeah, I was just now going to say, again, to kind of give you guys, uh, again, the strategies, because I want to make this more competitive and balanced. I have already created a short list of games I am going to bid on when we are over. I won't go so far as to tell you how much I'm going to bid per, uh, but uh, to kind of give you guys the ideas of what I'm going to bid on, uh, I'm going to bid on Sifu. Uh, I hear that coming out of the previews, everybody is really enjoying it coming out of recent previews on it, and it's got a February date, I think, so it's going to come soon. Yeah. Uh, so so that's a game, again, personally no interest, but I think it could be a very strong indie title. Uh, I'm also, I know we discussed it earlier and you gave your reservations, but I'm also just going to go ahead and bid on Moss Book 2 because I don't think it's going to be as high of an Astrobot situation where uh, Rescue Mission comes out, everybody loves it, and then... Uh, uh, Playroom comes out, and it's very solid follow-up. Uh, I, I think uh, Moss, being uh, what it is, is a very solid game, and I think Book 2 will be just underneath that, especially since it's a VR game. Uh, that's uh, another one I will uh, be bidding on. Uh, I name-dropped it earlier, but I wasn't confident enough to draft it, but I am confident enough to bid on it. Somerville. Um, despite my irritations with the last 30 to 45 minutes of Inside, I think... Those kinds of games look and technically run extremely well, and especially with how critics raved inside. I think Somerville could be a, a steal, solid pickup uh, for whoever is able to uh, get it in the bids. And let me see if there's anything else on my list here. So uh, that way I can make sure to shut up and let you guys talk. Um, <laughs> I guess that the last thing I am seeing here is... Uh, on my own personal anticipated... Oh, two things from my anticipated list here. Uh, a game I actually don't think is going to review well, but hey, it's a game I'm interested in. I'll bet on it. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Mm. Um, I, I think the Assault on Dragon Keep DLC for Borderlands 2 is the singular best piece of Borderlands content, period. That's just for me. I think as a standalone experience, it's like the best Borderlands has ever been. So them making an entire game based around that concept is interesting, though I, I don't know what they can further do with the Borderlands formula to make it like stand out critically. Um, and the last one I have here uh, of the, the fifth of the five games on my list is uh, a game that I just now got interested in from the Game Awards, a game called Evil West. Um, they had a gameplay trailer come out, uh, I think during the pre-show and the gameplay trailer was enough for me to be interested in it. I, I have no touchstone with the developer or publisher really. Um, so I, I I'm just going to, uh, try for that one just on a whim, but those are the five recap Sifu, Moss book two, Somerville, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and evil West. 
When I saw Tiny Tina's Wonderland, I was like, oh, they're just using guns. Like, it was like Fortnite all over again, you guys. It's all, it's all right. <laughs> but, like, it, it's not like... I was, like, hoping there'd be, like, crossbows and bows and arrows. And, and I'm sure there's some of that in there. I think like, they have hammers and axes. Yeah, I was hoping, like, there would be more of that. But, like, it's just, like, people with assault rifles. And it's like, all right. You just reignited something to me, Alex. Like, remember when we were, like... I think it's like a generation or two generations ago where it was like we we're trying to get away from guns and everything. Yeah. And now it's like come full circle right back to that. It was that. It was it was like it was because <laughs> I was thinking about that and I was thinking about um um I think it was Kenna I was playing. I saw her sliding down. I was like, oh that's the new um turn section for this gen right now. Just like the sliding section because that's in Guardians, that's in shit, um man, that is so that's such a good <laughs> call out, dude. Holy shit, you just blew my mind. Fucking Kana has slide sections, dude. Like, that's a Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why that popped into my Uncharted head. Four fucking has them. It's like a whole mechanic in that game. It's probably that game's fault, honestly. <laughs> Holy shit, Tomb Raider! All the t- all three Tomb Raider games have it. Mm. Ugh, you're so right. I, is there anything else that's like that? Because I, I I feel like I'm always like on the lookout for them, but they they just pass me by. I mean, you 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 said it before. Um, the tight corridors, the 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 small um gaps you have to crawl through, yeah. something like the game could load. Um, yeah. I can't really think of anything else now. I'm just thinking like dumb MMO shit that all MMOs do. That Ration Clank does it as well. That's yeah, shit, Ration Clank does do it. God, it is like always such a bummer. Every time you point out something, you realize it's just all video games are the same. <laughs> I'm ruining games for you. <laughs> um, the games I'm like, I pretty much said all the games that like I'm actually looking forward to, which is like when I um now that I because I, I was struggling like to think of something by the end of it, and like I was like, oh, I'm surprised like um not that much is speaking to me so far this year. Like there's there's games that speak to me, like obviously like Horizon and somewhat God of War, but it's like you know it's like Sure, I'll play them, but like I don't know, I'm not, I'm in it, in it. Like, they're not a bayonet three, they're not a River City Girls type of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, like multiverses, I'm somewhat interested in. It's free to play though, so like, um, I use, I I don't know why I still had that stigma with me, but like, um, <laughs> free to play games is like something that's like doesn't really jolt in my mind. Like I feel like I have to pay for something uh, for me to actually enjoy it. But hopefully, I'll get over that and just enjoy the game for what it is. Um. I need to play Oxen Free so I can play Oxen Free too. Yeah, um, Oxen Free. A lot of people talk. About. Yeah, a lot of people like talk highly about Oxen Free and um, I like you I like bounced off it. Yeah, a lot of people said that too. And I remember like trying it um, for the first time and like bouncing off it almost immediately. But like, um, you gotta get that was years ago. Was... Yeah, I'm, I'm a different man now. I, got, yeah. I have different tastes, so <laughs> we'll see how it is. Um, uh, weirdly enough, um, the Life is Strange remake. Um, I, I like to play the first game again, but like, um, obviously, everybody and their mama tells me I need to play the sequels, so I should like actually do that. But I don't know, man. I like that first game. I, I, I could do that again. I of the between <laughs> two and True Colors, I think you would you should play True Colors if you want my mm-hmm. my take on it. I like. Gotcha. I, I think. Two is like very powerful, but just like it's things that I think might jive with you. I'll say Mm -hmm. um, I know none of us were brave enough to pick it. We're all cowards, but I am very intrigued by Pokemon Legends Arceus. 
Uh, well, at least it doesn't to say Stranger's Paradise. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I was going to call you all cowards for not making that, but also, no, first time. I am, like, so stoked to see how fucking wild that game gets there. I'm probably not Same. going to play it. I'm not, like, I didn't really love Neo, and I played the demo, and I was like, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> I especially don't feel like I want to roll from fucking Elden Ring into that. Like, I think that's the worst thing I could do to myself. But I am so excited to see people react to that game. <laughs> it's just a dude named Jack fucking walking around in jeans in his fucking Levi's <laughs> rolling up to kill chaos, dude. Um... Other games? I don't know. I, yeah, it's so funny. I I know I'm forgetting every video game I've ever been excited about. <laughs> uh, Ghostwire Tokyo might end up coming out this year, and I'm just curious if that game ends up being cool. Uh, I hope so. Uh, Hopefully, but... Hollow Knight is an actual thing. So fun. Yeah, I mean it's the thing. Like I, like, I'm not worried about it. It's like three people. Could, 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 that game, you know, like yeah, because yeah, you know, like when it gets announced, it's gonna be a shadow drop at that point. Because it's like probably, wait, yeah. like waited that long. So like here is here it is. Just get it finally. Yeah, and and it's one of those things. Like I know that game's gonna be great. Or at the very right. least, it'll be like just a fun fucking Hollow Knight follow up. And I'm not putting too much. It doesn't need to be like a reinvent Metroidvanias like Hollow Knight kind of did. Like. I think it just needs to be cool and and have the things that it's leaning into, which is like mobility and action and and speed and and those kinds of things. And I think that will help it coming off of Metroid Dread and and whatnot. Uh, there's like all the hot Nintendo rumors, Metroid Prime remake rumor, uh, which I'm very curious if if that ends up being true. Uh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart rumor. Although I don't know if that's this year. I feel like yeah, I doubt that. Not this year. If it was, like, God, could you fucking imagine how much money Nintendo is gonna make this year? <laughs> um, and uh, I think that's it. This is probably a few other things like Nintendo e things and and whatnot, but uh, I think that 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 generally covers it. Uh, speaking on dreams, I want to hear this for Brandon. Like, um, is there like a a remake or a remaster that hasn't been released yet that you want that hasn't been like actually a thing yet? A remake or remaster? Ah, uh, typically these kinds of things. It's like whenever I, the question of oh, what's your dream announcement from any you know conference or presentation, like I, I'd always draw a blank because you know. The Final Fantasy VII Remake got announced, and I don't care how many parts that is. I got what I want. So yeah. <laughs> as long as uh, they come out, however long it takes, I'm set. Um, but for a remake and remaster, I- I'm I'm struggling to, to think of something. Like, if Bye, anything, Cooper. I was going to just now say, I if was anything, also I going to say, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's the one property that's, like, sitting there. It's like, make, make money with that. C- come on, Cooper. Um, but, you know. God, could you imagine mm. Sly Cooper remake? I'd fucking... Coming out before Banjo-Kazooie, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine that. But... Like, I, I don't even, I don't even like... I don't say I don't care, but like, I'm not a Banjo-Kazooie person, but like, it's, it's mind-boggling to me that like, Crash had like, what, five games now? And that still hasn't gotten the remake? remade Conker's Bad Birthday before they remade Banjo-Kazooie, you dirty fuckers. Yeah, I know, I'm... Mm. I like, again, I'm like... I feel like it's happening. I feel like it's not going to be a remake. I think they'll they'll make a Banjo 3 
whatever that game ends up being called. I think they will make a new Banjo platformer, and that's what the whatever team that exists is working on. But I, I just think we gotta wait. Um, what about you, Alex? Yeah, I uh, Dream Remaster. I so funny. Like Sly Cooper was like truly the first thing that came to mind. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, like, we're in that, that, that dream period. I, I know it's, like, an idea that's been thrown to the side before, but I think it would be, like, so cool to get it, and that's uh, an Ocarina of Time remake. Like, a real, real Ocarina of Time remake. And, like, the Final Fantasy VII treatment, or, like, the Resident Evil 2 treatment, where it's, like, yeah, it's that game, but all the temples are different. You know, we knew new puzzles everywhere. You know, you're still going to the Shadow Temple. You're still finding Golden Sculptures, but it, the world map is laid out differently. It's bigger. It's fresher. It's beautiful. It's more characters. There's more songs. There's more music. It's just more of that game that is already so magical. Boy, I would love that. I would truly, truly love that. What about you, Navishin? Do you have one? I don't really have one, honestly. When I when I think about it, like um, like there there's certain stuff that like I'm I'm anticipating that I haven't announced, like you know, like uh, the upgrade to The Witcher for PS5, and the same with um, or the rumored one for like Bloodborne. I wouldn't mind replaying that on a yeah, better type of good. thing. Um, but like, I'm not, but I guess I'm like on the same like wavelength of Sly Cooper, like. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing like like out of all of them, even the, even more than interaction and Clank. I think like Jack and Daxter would be like a good um, a good like modern game. I would say like something that like can take advantage of the the current like power that we have in in, um, in these consoles and like um, like generally be like an appealing game for like not just like the fans but like everybody type of thing like I, I, for some reason like that one because like i guess because like weirdly enough like jack jack and dexter is more grittier than like <laughs> than um ratchet and clank and um sly cooper um the first one so, isn't though it's just two and three yeah it, and the first one is my favorite yeah but like but i mean like um if they were to bring it back i think it would almost have to be um the modern one uh the, the more normalized um jack and dexter so like um i don't know but that's like that's something I've been feeling like, 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 like I said, playing Kina is like almost refreshing because you don't get games like that anymore. Yeah. Even though it's it's, bust, it's ball bustingly hard for me right now, as far as like um, it's like a PS2 s game. Yeah. But like um, you know, I'm just enjoying that game for what it is, and it's it's really good for what that is. Yeah, I had the same feeling of like, God, it feels so good to play a game like this again. Like I just missed games like this that aren't. Like, collectathons <laughs> I'm not like you know I have to look at the map to see where all the fucking marks are like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't like have to look at the map in that game right like I feel like I can just kind of walk around and figure it out and that is like none of the games I've been playing recently especially like Final Fantasy 14 even though that's like not really it's not an open world game but it is like how it boils down is very similar to like open world games uh, so yeah, it's it's definitely it's a breath of fresh air. I think that's it. Unless there's any uh, any other, what's everybody's most anticipated? I'll ask. I know yours is God of War, Brandon, for sure. Yes, uh, sir. 
Any other ones? Is there like a B tier? Is it is it Horizon? Would you say? I can run down my entire anticipated, not just 2022, just all the games here. If you want top three, top three uh, that we've already established: Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West for 2022, and again 2022 only, or just in general. In general, general. Uh, I am Ragmod. <laughs> I am morbidly curious. It's kind of a tie, and I'm, I'm sorry this is a cop out, but I can't between the cannot pick between the two for the very reason of the just morbid curiosity of just what are these? The remake of Kotor, yeah, and Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Sure, mm. I'll say like in general, I am always in my ever existing being anticipating Final Fantasy remake, 7 Remake Part 2. Yes, that's capacity. always that's perma number one, but yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. It's, you know, you never know. That's That could be five years away for all we know. Probably yep. not. Uh, Probably like three, but... So so I got a confession, Alex. Yeah. Uh, obviously, my most anticipated is um, being in three, but like, um, I've been, I've been, honestly, I've been feeling really fucking good about Mass Effect again. In like oh, in a big yeah? way, yeah. Like I, I've just been feeling like good about, it. like just good about the series. Good where, not necessarily good where it left off, but like I'm talking about one and three, obviously one through three, obviously. But like, yeah, um, doesn't exist. It's fine. <laughs> but like, um, it's like God, like just because of the legendary edition, like it just made me, it it, it actually, good, man, I, I I understand fully. Yeah, it, it, it fired it. It, it, it relit like a flame in me apart as like how much I love that series and like how much I generally enjoy it. Like I was looking at some, I was looking at fucking PC mods today and I was like, fuck, should I play that game again? Oh wait, it's on game pass too. I downloaded that shit. I played like maybe like a couple minutes of like Mass Effect one again. I was like, fuck, but not, uh, I want to just play those games again. I funny. started a second Mass Effect one playthrough in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> like so I, I do get it and I it's just like chose a different class but then I was like everything else you know going through the motions again except I'm going to take different people with me I, that's the, like the things I mix up the most in those games mm-hmm. but yeah I, I get it man I was like bawling at the end of Mass Effect 3 again I was fucking like crying drunk at the party in Citadel you know I get it like I, it, it was so nice to go back like and it had been like mm-hmm. a lot longer for me uh, so I, I I will never hold that against you. I I really hope and like I know Bioware. I think it was like just today they put out like a, a message talking about how they they want to make their studio better for the fans because they feel like they deserve it. Like mm-hmm. I, I really hope and, and you know Dragon Age Four is coming out first, right? So at least you know that we we can get kind of a temperature check at like where is Bioware at right now uh, right. with that game. And I and I hope that game doesn't disappoint people because I know the end of Dragon Age Inquisition is fucking buck wild, dude. Like, I didn't even like that game, and I think the ending's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I get it. Um, yeah, I, I would say like I'm like I don't talk about it as much because I'm not. I'm trying to think about it, but like I I don't think I've ever looked forward to a game as much as Breath of the Wild too. Like straight up. Uh, except for like Persona 5 like in that part of my life when right. I had finished 4 in 2012 or to early 2013 and I knew like before it was announced I was like I know it's coming I know they're working on it and and 
it was I, I've said before like after Persona 5 came out I truly thought like there was they were not going to make any more Persona games things changed along the way and obviously they will but like I, I still don't think that game is like that game's probably like minimum five years away Persona 6 and that's fine like like I want them to like go back to the drawing board to really think about it. maybe make a college game like that would be really cool um uh-huh. but but after like in that year of 2017 where I was it's Persona 5 versus Breath of the Wild and I like had to really sit down and be like I've never played a game that made me feel the way Breath of the Wild made me feel ever in my life like <laughs> as I've said before I've never liked an open world game before that game like really truly like did the thing where I like look around and I'm like I want to fucking go there and just went there and like just add an adventure along the way you know like I've just mm-hmm. never done that with games like really I'm so like meticulous and and checking the map and all these things and and Breath of the Wild was just truly a game where I was like I can get lost here and and be totally happy with that so the idea of being able to do that again and even like I'm trying to temper that expectation with like obviously it's not going to be as magical as the first time it never will be but I love Zelda and that that game specifically like really revitalized my love for the the franchise and and I think it revitalized the love for Nintendo making it like I think that they just clearly had a fucking great time making that game you can tell in every single piece of it so I think if that carries over if they truly had so many ideas left over that they were like no let's just make another one like I got we got enough to fill this game up again then fuck man i i cannot wait to play that game if i'm i'm just curious like like how you're, how you're thinking about it like um like like if it's more of the same if it's just link you don't play zelda and obviously they'll have like the the skyfall mechanic um i'm just trying to think of like not really like the negatives but like like the worst case scenario of it of like being like oh it's just more of the same is that okay with you like they don't have dungeons stuff like that yeah is that fine with i'm okay with it i i think like the things that would be a hit for me would be a real emphasis on shrines like if they're like this time there's 240 of them like if that's like the route they've decided to go Mm -hmm. which i don't think they are because you know when you look at the world map and stuff like you don't see the shrines all around like you would in like og breath of the wild so which makes me think that either there will be none of them or less of them or the same amount and the other thing is if the areas that should be different are not different at all. So, like, I, I expect a lot of it to be pretty similar, uh, but, like, if the towns, none of the towns have gotten a pass of different people, different quests, and, and you know, physical changes, then that, that would be kind of a disappointment. I think that's okay for maybe a couple of things, but, like, if I go back to Zora's Domain... And it isn't, like, bustling and bustling now because, you know, obviously things are much better than they were in Breath of the Wild. Then that'd be kind of a bummer. But even still, if it gives me the sense while I'm walking around that I, I, I want to go everywhere that I've been before again because it might be different. If it just gives me that illusion, then, then mm-hmm. I will be fully in. Do you want it? immediately after or do you want like maybe like five years later from the end of the game five years later okay which i think it'll be like at least a couple years after 
Uh, maybe not five years, but I I just like I'm so curious. Like they're clearly hold they're hiding so much. Every time they've shown that game, it's been so deceptive, and and you can tell like that that there is like some Metal Gear Solid Two level shit. I I feel like is going on with that game. Like a very distinct possibility that you don't play as Link in my head in that game. Um, mm-hmm. And I I really am so curious. I know, like, when they drop the name, it's when they're going to drop whatever the fuck the, the thing is about that game is. And I just... It's not just the sky, but I'll say, like, I really hope, like, you can fly around on a loft wing in that game. I think that would be sure. extremely cool. I think it will happen. Like, I believe that that is in that game. They're just not showing it yet. A brand new God of War, like, um... Like, would more of the same be a detriment for you at all? Like, I mean, like, obviously the story's going to be the main focus point, so, like, that'll be different, and, like, concluding how that ends, probably Kratos dies at the end of the game, like, you know, like, that's not much of a spoiler or a surprise, but, like, um, if it happens, because you know how the first game ends, uh, but, like, for you, like, what would be, like, sort of a detriment for your game, I guess we'll say? A detriment? Um... Probably by not going as far with the promises they're making because, you know, they, they've already said that all the realms you couldn't visit in the first game, you will be able to go to in the second mm-hmm. one. Um, I, I want to know, I'm curious, how are they going to flesh that out? I'm really hoping that the dog sled looks as, as fun as it is because I don't mm-hmm. want that to be, like, you know, boring to control. Like, that looks so unique. It should be like the doing. boat, but like <laughs> on the snow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, that, but you know, uh, they've also brought back the boat as well from the, uh, that right. brief shot in the trailer. Um, like it's, it's hard for me to really say because with how much I love the original game, even if they just carbon copy the gameplay and just added one or two new things, like that would be fine for me. Like I wouldn't, I personally would not consider that that much of a detriment uh, because of just how much it really, uh, really clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, if they don't really learn all that much in regards to, cause I know you touched on the story, um, like much to your point, uh, Alex, about how they uh, treat women in that game. Uh, also, in addition to that, uh, I think uh, they would need to go uh, above and beyond, like in terms of actual fights, because I know boss fights. Uh, there's only like really, truly like three or four mandatory ones, and then you have the Valkyries. Uh, but I, I just like more diversity. Uh, again, it's not that much of a deal breaker if it isn't, but you know, it, it's just. I guess the best way for me to put it is just trying to keep my expectations in check and just be completely happy with what they provide and hopefully be surprised in a positive sense with whatever new that they bring. I'm I'm curious, like, that, this is the game, I think, where you're going to have at least one section where you play as Atreus. What do you want out of that part of this game, Brandon? My theory? Yeah. I think the climax of this game is you are as Atreus and you must kill Kratos as part of Ragnarok. Yeah. Do you think that happens at the end or at the middle of the game? I don't think that they would pull that kind of a twist like they did with the Blades of Chaos in the first game. I think something as profound as killing Kratos um, would probably come at the end, especially since this is the end of the Norse saga. Um, but like they could pull a naughty dog and they could like they did with Joel in the last of us part two in an hour in and 
you're without him for the rest of the game, pretty much. If they decide to kill Kratos halfway through, I mean, that's... I mean, I'll, I'll try and walk in with an open mind. Uh, as long as it's executed well, I have no problem with it. Wow. But, you know... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about the internet backlash from that, if that happens. Yeah, like, I, yeah oh I, like, I'm sitting Ugh. here thinking, like, I don't know if they're going to kill Kratos, you guys. Like, I know how the game, that first game ends. I, I get it, the prophecy and whatnot, but I, like... I don't know if they're going to kill Kratos. Not in this game, at least. I, I really don't know. I Obviously, it feels like a kind of foregone conclusion, but maybe that's, like, the misdirect. But, yeah, like, even... Yeah, but, even yeah I would brand it. Like, I think they would have to do that in the game. Like, they, if they do it so early, and then you just play as a trade for, like, for the rest of the game, like... I think that would be so cool. I think that would be so much be, better. <laughs> but, ugh. Like, because, like, I'm thinking about stuff like Red Dead Redemption. Like, Red Dead Redemption did that perfectly. Yes, when yeah, you play that's as, um... That's also what son I was thinking. Of the game. Yeah. But, like, also, I hadn't thought about the internet backlash. People have, like, such a weird obsession with Kratos. Uh, and yeah, it's gonna be like Joel all over again. I think it's one hundred percent gonna be that. And that's and that's weird because they they it is not like a this isn't a shock value moment like Joel was though. Like this is something that they at least foreshadowed and have set up and is like kind of clearly gonna be part of that character's journey. But like if they go that route, I like. I the thing about God of War, especially going back to it, that I that doesn't sit well with me thematically is just how Kratos was all about like beating the empathy out of Atreus, and and like he that's like kind of what he's trying to do that whole game of like no close yourself off to these people like it's so like antithetical to like where people in real life need to be right now, um, and I. I want if, if if it's a thing where Atreus has to kill Kratos, like I want it to be a. There has to be good reason for it. I don't want it to just be like destiny said that I had to, or they get in a fight and it goes poorly. Because that would just be so cheap, I think. But B, I think like it has to be in service of preserving Atreus's empathy, like. If 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 it's one of those things where like he kills him and then he's like lost his only link to the world, like an Ellie situation kind of thing, I I think that is how you waste that character. Uh, but you know, that's that's make that's jumping to a lot of conclusions. But mm-hmm. I'd say like on a mechanical level, I just hope, uh, you know, you go to more places. Uh. Well, for sure. That's like that's like the biggest thing that I'm interested in, and as far as God of War, is to see where I like as much as as I um don't really get the game the credit it deserves. Probably, I guess I don't know how the best way to say it, but like um or how as, despite how critical I am about the game, like um like I like the art direction and the world design. Like I'm I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of like the one shot thing, but like um. You know, like I, I do like the places you go. I like the environments you go to. I like the world around you. So, you know. yeah, I like the interpretation of Norse mythology a lot. Like the fucking dark elves and shit are so cool. The way they're mm-hmm. designed and stuff is so cool. Uh, yeah. Do you think it's gonna be one shot again? Have, yeah. they, have they said? I, uh, I don't, I don't think, think they actually said. said. I hope not. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm over it, you guys. That, that, that's going to be the twist, Alex. The, when you switch to Atreus, and it's like, It'll oh, we had to black. switch. <laughs> yeah, that's the one fade the black in the game. That's the only fade the black in the game. <laughs> it's Kratos' eyes closing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. As long as they let you play as Atreus for like a substantial period, like longer than an hour, then I'll be, I'll be okay with it. I think that's it. Yep. What if in Bayonetta 3, Navashin, it is an alternate timeline where you were paying as Bayonetta from the kid who was in Bayonetta 1? That's, that's literally the theory. I know. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm bringing up. Is that exciting? Is that what the kids want? Do you want multiverse to affect Bayonetta as well, Navashin? Is that where you want this to go? <laughs> the great multiverse problem of 2022 that we are living in? I mean, I'm just along for the ride for the for the most part. Like, like the only concern is, like I said, is um playing it on Switch. That's like my biggest concern, and like the only other concern really is um um the voice actress for um Bayonetta. It's not the same voice actress for Bayonetta and three. So like everyone's hoping there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it won't be a deal breaker for me, but it's like it's like one of those like things. It's like oh, like I really want that. Like I want. I want my solid trilogy as as complete as I can fucking get it. So like I don't like changes as far as stuff like that. But like um, and she's like you know so good. I think is also the thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it's like man, you got Haley Joel Osment for all three Kingdom Hearts. Give me, give me this. Give me this. Yeah, please. let me have this. I think I like <laughs> if the game truly goes like full multiverse and it's like three different versions of it's like fucking full on Spider Man Bayonetta. Like I would be very into that conceptually i would be like extremely interested in seeing what the fuck those three characters do on screen together or something like or two or or five maybe there's 16 of them who knows god that would be incredible actually 12 hair dragons fighting a big monster at the same time (laughs) cool i think that uh that wraps us up brandon thanks for hanging out hey thank you so much so much fun i i can't I say it so much, but I can't say it enough. Like, I look forward to this so much, and I can't thank you guys enough for letting me be a part of it. It's always such a highlight, so much appreciation and love to the two of you. We are Vega Von Boys, so, I mean, it's just not complete without the trilogy. Uh, No, it's a pleasure, always, to have you on here. And I appreciate your perspective. Obviously, you like games very different than an option I do. Uh, So, like, I I like that. I, I think... Lord knows we need more of it. So, um, thanks everybody who hung out through all of it. I hope you appreciated our our draft picks and uh, appreciated all the shenanigans that we said and didn't mind all the off the cuff spoilers that we dropped here and there. Uh, you know what? Some of these games came out like three years ago. All right, just get it together. <laughs> start. It's time to start playing stuff. Um, and uh, I think that's that's it. Brandon, do you have anything that you want to promote? throw out there i know you you do more stuff around the the web with the 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 nerdy site folks and whatnot when they have me it's been quite a while but whenever trevor and the crew want to have me back doing anything i'm always available but beyond plugging anything not personally i mean uh I typically use my plugs for other people's stuff like Irrational Passions or that very side or the bigger boys like Kind of Funny or Easy Allies. But uh, beyond that, I, I guess because uh, recording this on January 9th, I just 
want to wish happy new year to one and all, including the two of you. And uh, I hope that, that this one is much closer because I kind of feel bad for winning by 100 plus points. Let, <laughs> let's, let's change the topic. <laughs> you don't feel bad at all. You fucking brutalized us. Absolutely. Knife in the grave. You're still drafting picks in fucking August knowing that you're just going to kill us. Uh, no, it was good. It's good. Clearly, I mean, you know it. And also, I'm to be in my defense. I'm just terrible at picking picking these games. Like, ha- I'm sure half of these games I've picked are just not going to come out now, just because I picked them. Um, and I promised, if I remember, I'll try and give those reminders again. So. No, I appreciate it. Lord knows, I do forget. Uh, I'm not. I don't have like a list, a cheat sheet of things that I'm going to pick right after this. But uh I will uh I will appreciate some updates. I'll th- I'll try and think about it every Nintendo Direct. Can I put Sora from Kingdom Hearts Bean and Smash Brothers on this draft <laughs> list? No, but I wish I could. Um, <laughs> it's a dream, you know. <laughs> dreams come true. At least we got one. Uh Nabishin, I don't know if you have anything to promote right now. Nah. Uh sometimes I'm on Twitter, sometimes I stream. <laughs> Nabishin one eighty six, that's by me. Um you can find me here. This is like this is like this is the like the place I like to be at. I like talking to you. You're my best dude. So like, that I, this is like this is this is my home. I guess you would say like I want to feel like talking about video games. So I hit up Alex and he indulges me for like two hours. So that's, that's great. not true though. It goes the other way. You know that. Uh, yeah, I, know. I I definitely need to just get some stuff off my chest. <laughs> I need to, not sure. I need to talk to you about Metroid for four hours. <laughs> just sit there and listen. <laughs> all right. Uh. No, yeah, for sure. I, and as for me, I mean, everyone knows that I haven't done anything in a full calendar year, and sometimes you just need a fucking break, you guys. I want you. It's funny, like doing this. I haven't reviewed a game for the first time in like over a year, uh, mm. and so like I'm now fully disconnected from the review circuit uh, as far as like thinking and knowing how well these games will review. I, I feel. Uh, usually, I, I try and like put myself in the head of the reviewer, and now I'm like, I don't know. I've got that fresh take again, so hopefully I will review some games this year and and kind of get back into the swing of it. But you know, I'm not going to commit myself to anything because uh, my life is on fire. But you know, you live and you learn, and sometimes you review stuff. Thank you to everybody that that hung out. Obviously, Irrational Passions. Subscribe here to IP Presents. Um, at some point, there there could be a small, a very small, excuse me, scale game of the year conversation to look forward to um uh probably either here or uh on youtube for rational passions and uh hopefully we've we've got some uh some ideas for for more things to do throughout the year but you know generally look for our viewpoints subscribe on youtube follow me on twitter uh if you want i'm gonna try and tweet more in 2021 or 2022 whatever year we're in uh but i'm i'm taking my filters off <laughs> I tweeted about Kingdom Hearts for the first time in, like, over a year, and I used a swear word because I'm over your hate, fuckers. Uh, At some (laughs) point this year, we are going to figure out possibly what Kingdom Hearts 4 looks like, and I am fucking excited about it. Uh, And all of you haters can go pop in a grave for all I care. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts is great. Uh, And I know Brandon agrees with me because he replied to that tweet. (laughs) Yes, I do! (laughs) 
So, and I know Navishin agrees with me because he's my blood brother. Um, but thank you all for hanging out, for listening. Thank you, Navishin. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate you both. Uh, and we will uh, be back soon, hopefully, with more video games talk. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye.